G-R-P-E The realest podcast ever, realest podcast ever Two brothers bringing thinking on the second level Music, sports, fashion, politics, and the streets The best two hours out of every week YDN, dinosaurs, and YBODs Real talk every time, this is what you need We just out here popping shit It's your boy C. Diddy and Matt makes me sick T-R-P-E, T-R-P-E, go T-R-P-E, T-R-P-E, go They know The realest podcast ever The realest podcast ever Jim Boomey Oh man, we back, man Once again, Realest Podcast Ever Episode number 70, 70. I found that out earlier 70 uh, when you so, say earlier, you mean a couple minutes ago? No, like earlier today. Oh, okay. Like I actually knew what episode it was. Today. Okay. Well, e- shout out EK. We uh we was talking earlier. Um, what were we talking about? That's the John I can't remember. But we were having a convo, and he was like, "Yeah, I know uh, episode seventy gonna be lit." And I'm like, "It's gonna be a while before we get to seventy. <laughs> He was like, nigga, that's... Nigga, that's today. Yeah, I'm nigga. like, yeah, I'm about it. All right, yeah. Shit, because we just did 69. Yeah, we... Like, tomato, tomato. Yeah. You know, tomorrow or, 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 or 10 days from now, it's going to be lit either way. We at 70. You we at 70. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, we, had... we, we was talking about the motherfucker impersonating the scepter supervisor. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, yeah, you know, it's just going to be lit. I'm like, yeah, but we ain't going to be at 70 for a little while, though. And it's like, well, y'all did 69 last week. I'm like... Ah, so that's how that works. So that's how that works. Then. Seventy is I yeah. You gonna go? You you gonna go in chronological order? Yeah, yeah. All I right, cool. You. I got you. What's going on though? Uh, this week was was yeah, it was it was cool. You know, it's cool. It's yeah. cool. <laughs> you know, it's cool. Uh, I I had to almost fight a nigga in a wheelchair. I forgot all about that. Um, that was lit. The um, <laughs> that was lit. Yeah, you know. I could go into it. Uh, do you want me to go into it? All right. The floor I, is yours. Black people have a tendency to just come outside and be on nut shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like just my overall theme before before you go before you start. My overall theme for the week is that black people are on bullshit as a unit. As a, like as a, indi- as, a as, as a whole. As a yeah. whole. Yeah. Individually, me and Matt, or you know maybe me and somebody, me and Pastor Carl together in tandem, we in good standing. And it's, it's. I said the other day, there are a lot of black people I know who are doing well and, yeah. and really, like, you know, doing but, their but thing. But then when you start adding Fahim and Tariq and, and, and Fah- Kwafir and all yeah. that, like, once you start adding all of them in, it's like the quality control starts to go down. I remember your teacher be like, the class grade was a, a 68, and you like, but I got an 88. How the fuck? <laughs> but the class. The class is on some bullshit. You you individually, you was all right. I'm outstanding. You was good. The rest of you motherfuckers need help. Tutoring is at 430. Yeah. Like, and, and that's where, like, I just look at the, like, I, I, I drive the bus. You know what I'm saying? I work. Like, a lot of people, I know people who do all kinds of different things. And it's like, you encounter all different walks of life. Yeah, I work in a strip club and sell a little dick on the side. You know what I'm saying? That's your thing. That's yeah. my thing, you know? And you run a running all types of random little vagabonds and everything that go on you know it's 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 the world it's it's what's going on out here so you can't avoid it but my thing be for me i'm not like the stereotypical bus driver like i 
I'm not. I don't argue. I don't. You. I don't care. Not throwing no uppercuts. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> no. But it, it just be certain shit that where it's just like, why? Why do we even gotta go? I pull up. I'm on the nine the other day. Overtime. I pull up, and the nine is normally like. Chill, Chestnut and Walnut Street. Smooth route. You know what I'm saying? You just look at Nubian White Queens and relax. You know, like you really don't do anything yeah. on the nine or the, on on Chestnut or Walnut Street, at least downtown. You know what I mean? I pull up. To, this, this is how you already know the shit's going left. I pull up 21st and Walnut. I knew I should. I, in my mind, I'm like, just keep going. <laughs> That's what I tell him, you know. Like I'm turning this line. That little man on my shoulder, like, hey, get the fuck on out, get, keep going. Because I pull up to the corner, it's four people, two women, two dudes. One of them's in a wheelchair. He got a dog on the front of the wheelchair. Like, what's them little ugly little bulldog? A pug. Like a little pug, little men and black dog. Mm-hmm. He got one of them on the front of the wheelchair just chilling, like on the foot area, just chilling. And I'm just like. It's going to be bad. I, 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 sh- I should get out of here. He's playing music. He's got speakers built into the wheelchair. You know what I'm saying? So already I'm just like, this is this is about to be drunk. You know what I'm saying? So I roll the ramp out. This is how I know it's going super left and it's going super left fast. He comes up the ramp. I open the gate like the little enclosure to get out, and I'm I'm about to get out. He says, "No, big man, you good?" And I'm like, "The fuck you mean I'm good? Like I I gotta strap the wheelchair in." He like, "Don't worry about it. I got it." And I'm like. I already know. You know what I'm saying? So I turn and look. My man is facing the people on the bus. You know, the like you're supposed to face forward. Right. He's faced the towards the people on the bus. Is the and music I, still playing? Music's still on. You know what I'm saying? I'll get to that in a second. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, yo, my man, I, I got to turn you around. Verbatim, this is what he says to me. How I'm going to see the hose if I'm faced that way I, I can't see the hose they all the hose is back here you know what i'm saying i'm like stop playing dog. i'm like come on man i, I gotta turn you gotta turn around so he, as he turning around i'm like yo can you turn the music down mind you he's got um he playing willie d's l- greatest l- hits listen he got on long as my bitches love me that shit the little wayne drake and future john that's blasting out the wheelchair so i'm like yo i tap him i'm like yo my man can you turn that down for me he like, yeah, I got you. You know what I'm saying? Let's just go on because I'm, I'm going to 8th and Chestnut. I'm like, all right, yeah, just turn that down for me. I, what you, block are you at now? 21st okay. and, and Chestnut. Got like, 13 blocks of, of mayhem. So we we riding. He turns it down, but I can still hear it, but it's like low to where it's like, uh, whatever. I, it's my last trip. Just, you know. <laughs> we get to like 19th and Chestnut. It's, it's, it's louder than it was at 21st in Chestnut. Itching his jaw back. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm just slightly. See how much I can get on this. I'm a, I mean, it's, it's, I'm playing it, but I'm not really playing it. I need y'all to feel where I'm coming from. And it's, I'm cranking. You don't realize how bad that song is till it's blasting <laughs> from a, a wheelchair on a bus full of white a wheelchair audio. We, we go into Society Hill, and that, you know, I fuck who I want and fuck who I don't. Like, that shit, I'm just like, so I, I, I open the glass, I'm like, yo, my man, look, can you turn that down for me? Like, and the, niggas don't understand. All I need is for somebody on here to call in and be like, yeah, dude, blasting music. Driver didn't even say. You know what I'm right. saying? You're putting me in a position yeah, now. C- to- First rule of business is CYA. Cover your ass. Yeah. Like, you got you to gotta make sure that you able to come back and keep getting money tomorrow. Right. So I, I'm just like, yo, can you turn that down for me? He like, oh, man, like, why, why are you not just driving? That's what he say. So I'm, so I'm just like, 
Doug, just turn the music down. Like, you, we can't have it on. It's drawling. I like the song. Weezy, my man. <laughs> I'm a fan. I'm a fan. <laughs> I get we it. can't have it on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he turns it down. We keep going now. Now we get to Broad Street. It's louder than it was at 19th. At 19th was louder than it was it at 21st. So I, I, and and people just, you could see the frustration in folks' face. So I'm just like, I open the joint. I'm like, dog, turn it off. Like, we, forget turning it down. Just turn it off. The chick he went like, uh-uh, I don't like his attitude. You you need to watch the way you talking. I'm like, you shut up because I'm not even talking to you. I'm talking to Teddy Pendergrass over there. You, you shut up. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, yo, turn it off. Just turn the whole thing off. So he says, I ain't turning shit off. Now it's a Mexican standoff. Na- right. So I'm like, you know what? Cool. We ain't even going to go nowhere. I ain't even tripping off of it. I turn the bus off and step off the bus. Bus silent. Now he turns off the long as my bitches on me and cuts on Mona Lisa from Wayne New Album. You know what I'm saying? So he, he like, I do this all day, big homie. He on the bus blasting the music. I'm standing outside. So white dude in the back of the bus, he didn't had enough. White boy come up. Listen, pal, turn it off. Turn it off now. You know, white dudes call you pal. Right. They, they, they had or enough buddy. of shit. He says, oh, because oh, y'all don't like rap, right? I got y'all. He go into his phone, dog. The nigga cut on Apache. The fucking dun, 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 dun. I'm standing outside the bus like, is this shit really happening? So I get back going. He like, I tell you what, let me off this mother. I, 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 it's cool. I, I just coast. I coast down the eighth and chest. Because y'all holding me up. You know what I'm saying? I get on, turn the bus on, roll the ramp out. He get off. Two chicks and the boy he with, they stay on the bus. Like, we meet you down there. You know what I'm saying? The whole way down, Shorty is, like, talking shit. Not the first one who said. Another one. It's the other chick. She said. So they on a double D. I don't know what. You, d- you didn't disclose the fact that he had an entourage. I told you it was two chicks and, and two dudes. Right, but I didn't know they was all together. Oh, they together. was all together. That's why the chick was like, you need to watch how you use whatever, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But not her. The other one. She's sitting behind me, so I can't see her. But she talking little, like indirect shit under a breath so i tilt the mirror so i can see like right behind me and shit dog tilt the mirror do you know what this bitch is doing behind me taking the cancer paper out of a blackened mob and that's when i say to myself these motherfuckers will kill me <laughs> i said they murderers i'm like i ain't seen that shit done since like the- i had no idea who i was messing with i, I didn't, apologize I, I didn't know y'all was that my bad out. my bad you know what i'm saying she was, you know, I ain't seen that since like the late 1900s. Like taking the paper out. Remember, motherfuckers used to really think that was. Yeah. Motherfuckers were like, "Yo, you want to hit the black? You took the cancer out." Like y'all niggers, man, y'all stupid as shit. Yeah. Like that is not cancer. But she was taking that out of the black and mild, Ugh. and I just was like, "Yeah, I'm fucking with the wrong ones. <laughs> I'm playing with death. <laughs> I'm playing with the wrong ones tonight." We got the eighth and uh, chestnut. They got off, was talking a little shit, whatever, whatever. I was just like, y'all have a good night, man. I kept moving. I'm just like, how do it go? Th-? Like, how? How? Remember the video? How? 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 How do we get there? Uh, from and, and I was explaining it to a couple people, and they was just like, oh, well, you know, you be bringing that energy. This motherfuckers tell me. Like, I'm like, nah, because... I, from Rip, when they when they got on, I it, it was already goofy shit, and I just right. was like, "Yo, can you do me a favor? Can you turn that down?" Now, I, personally, I like the song. 
you know, I, it's a great time. I'm with you. I'm with you, bro. We can't have it on driving the bus into society. <laughs> and you Hill. keep into the we can't bus. do that. And I I don't know where we just got this attitude where it's like I'm gonna hit the streets. I'm gonna offend whoever. I'm gonna annoy whoever. I'm gonna disrespect whoever. And nobody better not say shit to me about any of it. And I'm going to go home unscathed and eat my oodles and noodles. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and bang this meat. And when and if anybody get in my way, I'm going to the ice pick on them. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and, I'm pulling the ox out. So, yeah, but other than that, the week was good. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That was weird. But, you know, and other than that, though, I, I can't complain. Yeah, my, fa- my favorite uh, story. Can we turn the heat down a little bit in here? It's, it's definitely like rotisserie chicken status in here. Shit in here. <laughs> So my favorite uh, my favorite moment of the week is uh, you know I talk to Matt all the time about the Vanity Grand DMs <laughs> and uh, <laughs> for the most part <laughs> it's uh, a lot of low income chicks in there hanging around looking for bottle service jobs and bartenders and uh, hookah girl jobs and shit like that occasional stripper or two but. This one story in particular uh, kind of tugged at my heartstrings in a different type of manner. Guy hits me up. He's like, yeah, you know, I want to do a birthday party for my girl January 5th. I said, all right, cool. No problem, bro. We can get that set up for you. Blah, blah, blah. This is what you get with the birthday package. Woo, woo, woo. And he's like, well, yeah, but but fuck that. Fuck the free birthday package. Yeah. I'm trying to do it big. You know what I'm saying? It's my girl birthday. I need a section. I need bottles. I'm bringing a cake. And I'm proposing at Vanity Grand. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sitting here like, what? You said it other than on Twitter, like, it's a motherfucker trying to propose to his girl in the strip club. Like, I'm sick of everybody. I quit. I I, I quit and humanity. I, I commented on him like, oh, you hating on me. And he was like, if you do that shit, I'm stabbing you. I hope she, I hope she stabs you. And I, I thought about it like, that would be kind of distasteful to like, propose in the stripping. Like, it's one thing if your girl is a stripper. And you propose to her at the strippy, like mid mid middle of her set, mid strippy. And you like you like hold strip. hold on, DJ A Boogie. I got an important announcement. I got something that I need well, to get off say, my chest. Like, I, got I got something that I need to get off my chest. Is it? I love this woman. Uh, cotton candy up you, here you on the pole. Get, you would get booed. <laughs> <laughs> like shut the fuck up. Remember uh, what movie was that? When a ball came in, uh, tripping. Remember tripping? Yeah. I, I love this girl. Man, but you shut the fuck up. <laughs> so the story gets better. The story gets better. So Man, you shut the fuck up. <laughs> he 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 followed all the instructions I gave him. I tell him, yo, send me a picture for a flyer, da da da. That's gonna be where she get in free. Ooh, all right, cool, no problem, bro. You send the picture. A few days go by, I send the picture back with the flyer. Boom. All right, you all set for January fifth, bro. Da da da. You want a table? Let me know. Ah uh, ah. Uh. So he like, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna have to cancel this. Oh shit. Uh, let's just say. She's a little ungrateful, and uh, I got some things that I need to work through with her, but I'm coming back for my birthday on January 27th. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck with these, what the fuck she talking about? I'm coming back for my birthday, so let me know what's going on around the 27th of January, but I'm going to holler at you. I'll let you know what's going on. That's fucking crazy. Like, the thought of your girl being ungrateful because she don't want to have a birthday party in a strip club is like, what world do you live in, my nigga? I mean... 
He, he lives in a world where they, they, <laughs> they blast as long as my bitches don't love me. Or in the Him post. and Wheelchair Boy got to be cousins. Because yeah. he's like, yeah, she. let's just say she's a little ungrateful. Like, yeah. he was hurt that she didn't want to have a birthday party at the strip club. And I'm just like, yeah, that's probably not it, Chief. Like, he like, yeah, yeah me and my girl. He told me the whole backstory. Me and my girl been together since we were 17. We grinded through the mud. And now, you know, I want to show her my appreciation for her by giving her a birthday party at the hottest strip club in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Vanity Grand. And I'm just like, this is probably not gonna work out too good. <laughs> Especially when you end it with the with the marriage proposal. Like this is probably gonna be awful. Yeah. Like Looking. you got you got ass cheeks and hot wings uh surrounding your marriage proposal. That's yeah. probably not gonna be the wave, bruh. I wanna come to vanity. I do. <laughs> I spoke with a with a few close constituents the other day about it. I want to. But then it'd be like and I know you. I know you. I like. I said. I'm like. I know Chad would would show me a decent time. I know I'd probably enjoy myself. Hopefully, but I, you know, just hopefully. <laughs> be, I really do have anxiety yo, around yeah. like a lot of like that shit last night. That I, no, no. I'd have been in it for ten minutes and be like, I yo, I walked her. up right. You want to go into that? Yeah. Last night was uh, Meek's album release party at Noto. Um, they, you know, shout out to my man Coon. He he did it big. He dressed the venue up. They did the fucking big spotlights with the championships drawn with the mm-hmm. bat signal lens on it and all that shit. They fucking put the banners up. They had a fucking Super Bowl DC DC Super Bowl trophy for the person that popped the most bottles last night. Like that's how they had the banner inside. Like that's how the fuck you do a party. Like he did that shit big. And um, shout out to him for you know making me a part of that. And uh, me and my boy Rob and. Uh, I mean, you know, as advertised, it was, you know, one of the biggest parties of the year. Probably like fucking somewhere around like 400 bottles got popped last night between Mm -hmm. all of the sections. And then with Meek and all of them did, uh, Chief Keith came, Dirk came, 21 came. And, uh, you know, it was it was a cool situation, you know, from, you know, from a a promoter standpoint, like it was a cool party or whatever like that. And uh, that was my first event at Noto. So that was like a good way to like start that relationship off with them. And uh you know, that was cool. I heard they were charging three hundred dollars. Four hundred at one point. Oh my god. Yeah, it was two hundred dollars at eleven o'clock. Yo, was somebody told me that this morning, like, yeah, they were charging three hundred. I'm like three hundred dollars. Yeah, like four hundred. Motherfuckers is coming I'm in. I'm like twenty five, twelve times three hundred. Yeah, yeah, motherfuckers is coming in with tables, right? And it's like, yo, you get twelve people with a table, so they over they like I'm over five people cool, like, all right, cool, it's four hundred a head. And I'm just like, bruh. Like they already bought a table for five or six thousand dollars. He's like, Oh yeah, no, you got twelve people. Everybody else is four hundred a head. Like he not even giving them like no no price uh lock. Like, oh yeah, no, all right, cool, I'm gonna lock you in at a hundred a head, whatever. No, four hundred a head. I need another two bands from y'all to get in here. So wait, 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 wait. <laughs> a table costs six thousand, right? So you get Come on, t- you get to six thousand dollars for liquor, and then you got twelve free people. But motherfuckers is, you know, it's it's a celebrity party, so everybody wants to go, and motherfuckers is trying to scumbag their way in to go at the lowest price point for themselves personally. So say. You go and you get a table, and then I try to scumbag my way in on your table, and it's like, yeah, I got 12 people, da, 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 but I already got my 12, but you could just come and just pay to get in. All right, cool, but then I get there, and I still get stung for $400, like, whereas I'm I'm expecting that because I'm with you with a table, I'm going to either try to skate in free 
or pay some reduced price and I still get stung for four hundred dollars. That's a, that's the salty Jones. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? When you thought you had it all figured out, like oh yeah, I'm a di- I'm, my man got the bread, and I ain't got to give him nothing for the table. I'm just pay to get in, and he still got to pay three four hundred. That'll ruin your whole fucking Saturday night. Yeah. Yeah, it was going down last night. You know what I'm saying? 400, nigga. I'm going to David's. <laughs> I'll holler y'all. You might can invest in David's for 400. <laughs> Real shit. Like, yeah, I'm, I, man. So, <laughs> typical Meek party. <clears throat> um, all the bottle slugs and the scumbags was uh, out in full force. Okay. Uh, you know, various... Uh, DC affiliates who who shall remain nameless sneaking in through the back door with their entourages and shit like that. Oh no, so and so like the thing. What's up, podcast land? It's your boy C Diddy, one half of the realest podcast ever. Are you tired of the same boring, unoriginal podcast that lack depth, originality, and substance? Well, I got a solution for you. Join us here every Monday and Thursday on Revolt Podcast Network for The Realest Podcast Ever, where we bring you the best in entertainment news, fashion, sports, music reviews, politics, and street culture with a mixture of the most powerful guests that you're going to find anywhere on the Internet. Join us every Monday and Thursday for The Realest Podcast Ever. The one thing I learned about Noto in one night is that if you know the right names to say, you can get anywhere in the building. Okay. Like, I'm in the fucking kitchen. I'm in the office where they count the money. I'm upstairs. I'm, like, finding hidden rooms, all type of shit. Like, if you know the right names, you can skate through that venue because you can get past security. You can get past the bathroom attendant. You can get past anybody if you just drop the right names in there because they're like, oh, well, yeah, if you, uh, you know, nobody cross-checks anything. Mm-hmm. Nobody's like, oh, well. Let me ask Coon, do you definitely work for him? I'm just dropping names, and I'm just getting wherever I want. Like, I'm in the kitchen. They doing bottle orders. I'm like, yeah, so what we doing? Where's, what's going where? I don't work here. I'm fucking promoter. Yeah. I had nothing to do with this shit today. I heard it was a shit show, though. Oh, man. It was uh, it was a fucking mess. So it, it, it got to the point where the, the groupie shit and the section hopping – and the bottle slugging got so bad <laughs> that slug. Meek had to put up a series, not one, a series of PSAs on his Instagram story because y'all was dicking out of control last night. I mean, yeah. <laughs> we've seen it for Jeezy. We've seen it for... Two Chains at Onyx was especially we, we've bad. We've seen it for... Remember uh, Stevie J? Oh, man. You know what I'm saying? With some niggas I know got caught up in some pics in that joint. That shit was looking bad. Yeah, it's like... That nigga walking through the crowd with his shirt off with a fur coat on. <laughs> you get caught collateral damage standing in the standing in the photo shot. Did I ever tell you the Bernard Hopkins fur coat situation? <laughs> no, man. <clears throat> All right. My, real quick. My, my man Lou. Lou Nuts. He he from Houston. He had a, He's up here. He got a Range Rover. Okay. Right? So... Houston, I mean, uh, lose into a bunch of we ain't even got <laughs> nefarious, yeah, activities. nefarious activities. <laughs> but he he got a blue Range Rover sitting on twenty twos, right? So Lou tell me he like, yo, I'm gonna leave my truck at your crib. Um, I gotta take a, a flight back down home real quick. I'll be back up here in like two weeks. He's like, if you want to rock out with it, go ahead, whatever. You know, paperwork in there, whatever, whatever, I, whatever. So I'm like. All right. Of course I'm driving the range. Well, you know, whatever. Cool. That, I mean, it makes all the sense in the right. world to me. You know what I'm saying? So, We're not just going to leave it parked here in the driveway. This was right before <clears throat> I moved out of my crib on BOSS. So this was like 07, right? 
And it was fairly new. Like, it was a 06. Like, it was a year right. old. Like new it was car. A brand new range, yeah. damn near. Sitting on fucking nice rims, good-ass sound system, had white interior. The shit was immaculate. So I'm like, fuck it, we out in the... This shit is my range now, <laughs> right. you know what I'm saying? So we pull into the gas station. <laughs> this shit was the silliest shit ever. Pull into the gas station. It's a range in front of us, right? White John in front of us. Yeah. I don't really think nothing of it because I'm getting gas. So as I'm getting out the car, I peep. It's Bernard Hopkins. It's B-Hop. It's b You know what I'm saying? It's him and some other guy, whatever, whatever. So I'm with Ross, and he like, yo, uh, nice truck to me. I'm like, oh, you know, all right, yeah, thanks. You know, he he was like, what year is that, John? I'm like, it's a 06. He's like, yeah, this is 08. And I'm like, you're the middleweight champion. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like, what the fuck was that for? You know what I'm saying? Like, whatever. I, you know, I don't even pay that no mind. So I'm g- getting gas. Ross to him, like, yo, can I get an autograph for my son? He like, yeah, sure. You know what I'm saying? He's like, no, that'd be dope. Like, so <laughs> Ross go to like pull out, he pull out a hundred dollar bill. So be yeah, up, look at him like, what's that for? He like, just, you know, sign that joint. You know what I'm saying? I give it to him. He like, no, nah, no, nah. he like, I got actual uh pictures in the in the trunk or whatever like i signed one of them give them to your son so he like oh shit word that's that's good that's dope i appreciate it so he like yeah grab one out the out the trunk like he pumping the gas he like yeah. grab one out the trunk <laughs> like i don't want to be all in your right your trunk that's <laughs> you know he like all right hold up so he pumped the gas i'm pumping the gas we whatever whatever so i'm not looking at like what's happening so he go in the back of the trunk so he like yo what's your son name he like he had the same name as him he like okay cool cool he in the trunk like writing on it whatever whatever yeah he give him the the, the picture he like yo appreciate it good looking so i see Ross, like look at it and look at me so i'm just like the fuck all right whatever so they get in the john it's him and his mans they take off or whatever yeah. so he come like around the, the the side of the truck like in between the gas pump and the truck and me like what's up with your man yo i'm like what you mean he like tell me this ain't weird I loaded it up. You know what boxers got pictures of themselves. It's them with like they fist tape or with the with, with the, the belts, belts yeah. all that shit, dog. It's Bernard with a fur and no shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Bobby Brown vibes. <laughs> like, what the fuck he even give me? <laughs> I'm gonna get this shit to my son. Fuck out of here, B Hop. <laughs> <laughs> you just made me think about that when you said first. I just, no I just saw B Hop last week. We go to the same barbershop. <laughs> That was the weirdest little fucking instance ever. <laughs> fucking shirtless with a fur on. But yeah, man, I saw the tweets this morning, and I I, I heard Chief was looking for a lot of niggas. Oh uh, man, after. Chief was on the on the prowl last I night. I heard Chief was pissed. You know, what and I'm it's saying? and the sad part is, what right? happened with the niggas on stage? I don't understand what that was about. So basically, last night the the club was out of tables. Or was there a concert last night too? Yeah, Uzi's concert, Uzi okay. and Friends concert. Okay. So Uzi had his concert. He had uh, Chief Keith was there, Dirk was there, Twenty One, Lil Yachty. Uh, so did Meek hit the stage there? No, okay. he was there, but he didn't he didn't perform okay. or nothing like that. But he but went. I saw Meek. So he got on stage at the party at the party. Okay. Yeah, that was the yellow coat shit. Yeah, Meek's been on a tear with the. Oh uh, man, Meek Meek coat game is a with, with the three fourth length coats. Yeah, he's, he's fucking me he's, around. Yeah, this, been, he had on his fucking Montclair uh, Marines coat the other day. Shit is twenty four hundred with this fucking print on there. I'm like, yo, where are you finding these coats at? Like, when I go coat shopping, I don't see these coats, man. And I buy nice coats. I got a fucking twelve hundred dollar coat right here. I don't buy these. I, I, don't, I don't. I don't see them at Burlington. Go fast. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I, I don't see these coats in even like he's they got a coat plug or something like that. Like, where are you getting these coats yeah, he's from? Been dog? Fucking them up with the coats. They had had the yellow uh, uh, lamb and the yeah. yellow fucking. Three quarter yeah, length yeah, uh, fur good. trench. Yeah, that joint look pretty dope. Fucking them around. So, uh, 
the whole shit last night was basically every section was oversold, basically like that. So last night it was like musical sections because it's like I would sell a table and I turn it in and and, and they got the money and they put it in a computerized system. But then somebody else would be like, oh, yeah, fuck all that. And then sell the same table to somebody. Right. So niggas tables was getting bumped left and right. And I'm talking about like big money tables, like niggas spending five thousand, eight thousand, ten thousand motherfuckers getting pushed around like it was musical sections last night. So Meek had a row of tables because it's fucking Meek's party or whatever like that. But the whole thing was to get him to the stage to get him to perform. He's supposed to perform like two songs or whatever like that. And he couldn't get to the fucking stage because it was too many people. And motherfuckers literally would not get out the way. And they was overcrowding the section to the point where when he got in there, they like blocked them in. So he couldn't get out. So he just had to. He was forced to kind of just stand there and perform from like the side of the joint but it's not like the highest point in the club so a lot of people didn't even know he was there because it's fucking the light show and all that shit they don't have like a spotlight to put on 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 them or whatever like that so he just kind of got like stuck in the section and he just couldn't fucking move the whole night and he got stuck there and he was frustrated because he was basically like yo y'all my fucking friends and family can't even get in the section because you show up and you got 22 motherfuckers with you and i knew exactly who he was talking about like when he put the post up because it's the same motherfuckers every event walking around with a hundred niggas and just trying to get everybody to the section. I'm just like, yo, y'all got to stop that shit. Man, that boy's a superstar now. Like, he's a household name. Yeah. Y'all can't be having motherfuckers crowding around him like that. You don't see Drake with 10,000 niggas around him. Like, treat Meek with the same fucking respect. But it's like, he he home. Everybody want to act like they doing something. Take pictures of the bottles and all that bullshit. My favorite is this chick, right? These two chicks been begging my man all week. And they hit me about getting them in free or whatever like that. So, they ended up. Paying or sucking my dick to get a ticket, whatever they did, they got in. So I see him in there, and then I go on one of the Instagram story, and I see a light show at Dodo da da da, and my man is the one that stuck them in a section like sis. You didn't have nothing to do with these bottles, yeah. and you still from I mean, here with the phone shit, like yeah, y'all kill me. Like I mean that's normal though, <laughs> like normal light show, no though, normal normal. <laughs> Did you enjoy yourself? I hate though? club culture. I had a, I mean, I made some good money last night. I fucking, I, I wasn't there for all of the pop and circumstances. I just wanted to make sure it was a good event, make sure uh, my dog Coon made his money, make sure, you know, everything was solidified, wasn't no slick shit going on. That's what I was there for. I'm there for quality control purposes only. I got in the mix, got my videos, got my photos, whatever like that, and uh, I, I stayed out the way. By the time 2 o'clock came, because I was there at 10 o'clock, by the time 2 o'clock came, I was looking for somewhere to lay down. At. Yeah. Like, I need, I need a fucking nap. I'm tired of Shit. Oh, that's how I would have been. Yeah, and then I had to stay there till fucking seven in the morning to fucking get paid. Watch them crunch these numbers. Day in there like fucking E Ness with the fucking uh yeah. with the fucking accountant uh little visor on crunching these numbers all fucking night long. They gotta reconcile chits for thirty tables. They gotta reconcile all the open bar tabs. Pay the bottle girls. Pay coon. Pay us. Like that shit was like a whole long ass process. They're like, oh, you can come back Monday. I don't want to see y'all again. Yeah, I'm here now. Let's just do this shit now. Yeah. Stay there till seven in the morning, man. So how do you feel about this shit? Meek posted. Like, how- I mean, it's, it's absolutely right, and it's it's it just goes to show. How it was funny it was. is I actually made a post about it before the yeah. shit. I said, I'm like, fellas, you know, let's be a little conscious because I know y'all can get beside yourselves. And I was like, women, you know, you might want to put on your boots. 
and um, <laughs> you know, a back brace, you know, maybe yeah. a, a, a Iverson sleeve, you know what I'm saying? Something with some copper in it, because it's like niggas. It's fucked up that I I said that yesterday, and like motherfuckers was hitting me left and right, laughing and reposting it, and all you that like, shit. but you like no, but seriously, and me <laughs> shout out Kimba, we was talking about it. <laughs> Kimba was in the party last night. Yeah, I seen him, and I was like, you look like an undercover, and he was like, what's crazy is like no, like if if it if it was if that if this was that. Give me a week. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But, and he was saying that, like, it's fucked up, but he was like, that shit is, like, a real thing. Men have become bigger groupies than women. Bro culture is fucking up, like, human relations. Like, Rick Ross could walk into anywhere, and, like, the women would be like, oh, shit, it's Rick Ross, and, like, might take a picture of Niggas is going to be like, oh, shit, Boss, what up, Rose? And, and start recording <laughs> immediately. And, we're like, immediately. and he was talking about that shit today. Like, I, I saw so many niggas doing the spin around videos to show who was in their second. <laughs> like, it was bad. It was, it was bad. But I was telling him, I'm like, yeah, this shit is real. Like, it, men have become bigger groupies than women. Absolutely. And it's it's not even close. It's not close. And, and it's, it's it's all of the bro culture shit. And I'm looking around and I'm like, all right, my people, they, they, it was like an even ratio of guys to women. These other guys, they, the other, other boys I know, uh, they did it right. It was like three guys and like eight or nine chicks, like nice bad chicks too. And I'm just like, yeah, that's how you supposed to be clubbing. Like, what are you buying all this liquor for to be hanging with all these ugly niggas for four hours? Like, I don't understand that whole like mm-hmm. process, man. It's like, no, nah, move, move Watch, move out the way, bitch. Let my bro get up here. And it's just like, what are y'all doing? It's like Cameron said, y'all in, the, y'all in the astonishment looking for acknowledgement. Like, everybody wants to be acknowledged as whatever. Like, like all right, what what award do you win? Because you was in this, like, what section award? When is the section awards? Like, yeah. can somebody tell me? Like, when is the section awards? When is they giving out most most consecutive club events in the section? Here's a, here's a fucking rebate for your stupid ass. Yeah. Like, no, that, it doesn't exist. Like, we are fascinated with bullshit on the whole. Remember the Kevin Hart John on the first season of uh what's his the reality shit he was doing? Mm. Um BT. I can't think of the name of it. Um, House Husbands of Hollywood. Real Husbands of Hollywood. Remember, do you remember the shit with him and Trey Songs and Nick Cannon and them? Yeah. They was in the club and <laughs> Kevin Hart thought it was a bottle war between him and Trey Song. So yeah. he started ordering shit. Trey was ordering. And, and at the end, Kevin Hart had this huge ass bill. Yeah, Trey walked he out. Was, he was like, yeah, you know, just winning bottle awards and shit. And he was like, shit, you see how much I spend? How much you spend? Trey was like, nothing. They comped everything. Let's go, lady. That's <laughs> <laughs> looking like what? Like, yeah. Yeah, like, there's, there's, there is no award, man. Winning bottle awards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trey said they copped all this shit. Come on, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Kev was sick. Kev got a lot of bullshit going on. We'll get to that. Oh, man. But, uh, so you did enjoy yourself. Yeah, I, I, had, a, I had a good time, you know. It wasn't no silly shit. Like, you know, the thing is... With these bigger parties, when motherfuckers are spending these high volumes of money, niggas learn how to act real fast. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like no tense environment. Everybody was on their best behavior, their P's and Q's. It's downtown Philly. It's a police detail outside, and we spent a lot of money to be here tonight. Wasn't nobody on no Wreck-It Ralph shit trying to fuck shit up or be a gladiator. Like, it was just a lot of scumbaggy section hopping and, like, a lot of that shit standard going on. Philly yeah, standard shit. Philly scumbag shit, yeah. yeah. But you know, other than that, no, it was a great event, good turnout. It's like thousand something fucking people, whatever the case may be. Like they oversold all the sections. It was a good look. It was a good night for the club, for me, for Coon. Everybody had a good night. It's just that shit with Meek was just like, dog, like 
people paid great money, big money to see this guy, and and half the people couldn't see him because he was stuck in the fucking section. And the stage is like, so the stage is uh here is is right here, like right. on this top of this landing, and then it's a section to the side, and then it's a section to this side. But they both are lower, they mm-hmm. f- like floor level basically. So if you got the DJ up here, and then the fucking CO two cannons and the confetti and the lights and the pyro yeah. and all of that shit going, and Meek back here in the fucking corner somewhere, you can't see the man. The whole point was to get him up there, and it just it couldn't happen. It's too many people. It but what I, the the video I saw, it looked like he was on stage. So where was he on stage? He at? was no, he was standing up on the back of the. They got like wooden uh, landings on okay. the back of the section. He was standing up back there, but that still wasn't like the okay. highest point in the club by no means. Okay. So I mean, overall, decent night, man. Philly, y'all came out. Y'all looked nice. Y'all uh, behaved yourselves, most importantly. But uh, the 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 groupie, the male groupie shit in the bro culture got to stop, man. It's disgusting. Yeah, it's I mean, disgusting. Uh, chief on three. Yeah. I said it yesterday. I'm like niggas move like they don't have no chiefs. Like you, you like you ain't got nobody that's these going- motherfuckers are just figuring this shit out from day to day, bro. Like they literally don't know what the fuck is going on. Some are doing better than others, but like. For the most part, niggas don't really have no real, like, finite direction of, like, I'm working towards this. They're just hoping that shit go the way that they wanted to go. Niggas is living, like, roly to roly, apartment to apartment, and bitch to bitch. Like, and depending on, you know, where you are in life, your financial <laughs> status, yeah. that's going to determine which one you on at the given moment. Because, like, the nigga that already know where his next roly coming from already got the bitches, so he ain't necessarily worried about, all right, do I need somewhere to stay, or yeah. I got to fuck this chick because she got the, the three-bedroom crib and she going to let me crash there. Like, he ain't yeah. really worried about that shit, but a lot of these motherfuckers don't know what they doing. Yeah. I got nothing more in the meat shit. The uh Finn. Uh I, I want to talk about the the Grammy. What is that? Little fruit snack action. You want oh, one? I'll take one, yeah. Thank you. The um I switched it up. I got the Mott's joints now. I used to fuck with the Welch's joints, but I haven't had any of that shit. These are apparently uh naturally flavored. That means that's a lie. Yeah. The um, but uh, yeah, they uh, they released the Grammy not n- nominations the other. Have you looked at? That? Of course not. You haven't looked at it. You want to talk about it? I know Cardi is nominated for a gang of shit. Uh, who else? Uh, I know Jay Z and Beyonce. Everything is love got nominated for rap album of the year. No, I didn't get nominated for rap album of the year. You didn't? No, I don't think so. Got nominated for something. The biggest shit I take away from the the Grammys. They never understand what's really going on. Like, the Grammys come around and they try to make it almost as if, like, rap culture isn't just culture. Wiping the floor with everybody. (laughs) They'll make it seem like all these other genres of music are on the same level. It's not commercially or popularity-wise, it's not even close. It doesn't make sense. So it's like you look at, like... Last year, I thought Uzi was a runaway with Best New Artist. They gave it to Alyssa Carr after she's already been out. For three years. Like, Alyssa Carr dropped an album, then dropped another album, and changed her direction of what she was doing. And had, like, a number one record. <laughs> Crazy. But you, you sit and you look at, like, some of these nominees, and it's just like, yo, this ain't it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Chief on conference line, he wants to talk to all of y'all at the Grammy committee. Like, what do you consider God's plan as far as genre? I mean, it's at the very bare minimum, it's, it's the hip-hop record. It got nominated for Record of the Year, mm-hmm. Song of the Year. 
Like the two biggest joints, God's Plan's nominated for both of them. But it's not in the hip hop category. It's not nominated for best hip hop song of the year or rap song of the year. That's weird. I was like, that's weird as shit, right? Because um, how can you fall into the overall arc of the big awards if you're not dominating your genre at least? So you got uh what is this now? Record of the year, you got I like it, Cardi B, Bad Bunny, and J Balvin. Um the joke, I've never heard that. Um, I mean, there. This is America. God's plan. Shallow. Never heard that. All the stars. Rock star. And the middle. Oh, the Kendrick Lamar song, All the Stars. Yeah, with a uh, scissor from uh, the Black I Panther joint. Yeah, album of the year. Cardi B's, uh, Drake, Scorpion, Her, Post Malone, uh, Janelle Monae, uh, Casey Musgraves, the Black Panther. Soundtrack. Soundtrack, yeah, for album of the year. And then song of the year is All of the Stars, Booed Up, God's Plan, In My Blood, The Joke, The Middle, Shallow, and This Is America. Um, I, I like Cardi. I said that before. I don't know why that album is nominated for album of the year. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, no, I mean, that's it's it's a record that, you know, it has like four or five super dope records on there and then cut the deck with the rest of the shit. You know what I'm saying? 2017 Matt Voice. Like, just cut the deck with the rest of that shit. Like, it's five strong records on there that performed, that charted, that sold, that carried that album. And then the rest of that shit is like, I could do without it. I could do it pretty much. Pretty <laughs> yeah, much I mean... The whole thing, they uh they nominated Summer off the Carters for best R and B performance. Uh, okay, best R and B song, booed up, come through and chill, feels like summer, focus, long as I live. Uh, best R and B album, her. It's only four nominees. Tony Braxton, Tony Braxton still dropping music. Sex and cigarettes, apparently. Lose to me. Best rap performance is Cardi B, Be Careful, Drake, Nice for What, Kings Dead. Bubbling and sicko mode. Best rap song performance. This is America. All the stars. Rock star. Pretty little fears. Like I do. How the fuck did Christina Aguilera get a best? Ra- okay, Christina Aguilera and Gold Link. All right, I give you that. Uh, and best rap album is Daytona Victory. This was the worst one to me. <laughs> Daytona Victory Lap. Swimming. Mac Miller. And Invasion of Privacy and Astro World. Best rap album historically has just always been wrong with the Grammys. Yeah, they get it wrong every single year, all the time. Vanilla they, Ice won best rap album, I believe. There have been a couple where it was like, <laughs> okay, yeah, that's the best album, but just you look back, like Fifty didn't win any Grammys. Snoop Dogg didn't win any Grammys. Yeah, it, it's just like, <laughs> like, like the what? Chronic didn't win a Grammy. <laughs> like, it's crazy. Yeah, I like Nipsey Hussle. I think J Rock's album is better than Victory Lap. That's just me. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard a good amount of uh, of J Rock's album, and I like it a lot. I I, I didn't really re- like get into it on a repeat basis. Mm-hmm. I didn't really get into Nipsey's album on a repeat basis neither. But I see people whose mu- musical opinions I respect talk about how good that album is or whatever like that. I just don't give a fuck. My thing is like the f- the best five or six rap albums of the year aren't even like nominated for best for, like. Scorpion's not nominated. Carter Five isn't nominated. Kamikami, Kamikaze. Well, I think nominated. Carter Five missed the deadline. Might have. I think the dead the cutoff is August. Kamikaze's not nominated. I think he missed the deadline too. Beer Bongs and Bentley isn't nominated. That's in crazy. Category because it's nominated for album of the year. That's crazy. Which is kind of insane to me. That's 
crazy. I, I just, I, I don't be understanding. Like, you got a record with, like, 19 number ones on it. And, like, the man don't get a nomination. But he's nominated <laughs> for album of the year. Yeah. And that's, again, where I'm like, where do you put Beer Bones and Bentley and Scorpion and shit like that if you're not putting them in best rap album? Like, how is Travis Scott, Astro World best nominated, but Beer Bones and Bentley? Yeah, and his, and his music, music, his music stylistically is in the same, the same pocket as shit. Drake and Post Malone. That's why I didn't understand. But he get a nomination and they don't. That don't really make sense. But the whole thing is, it's hard not to give them they trying to spread the wealth and try to encourage all of these people where, to come. Wh- wh- and if they put Drake and Post Malone in the rap categories, you got to give it to one of them. It's like it's no excuse not to. They sold the most. They impacted the most. The most time on the charts. Like, most cultural impact, tour revenues, like, all of that shit. Yeah. Like, you almost have to give one of the two the award. So they're like, oh, no, we're going to make it a competition. Let's throw them in the big categories mm-hmm. and not in this other shit. Yeah, and that's kind of how it felt. And I'm, I, I told you I like Cardi, but it's just there's nothing about this album that makes me sit back and be like, yeah, this is Grammy worthy. Yeah, I mean, I like it. Record is about the only thing that I feel is like Grammy worthy because she broke J Balvin in terms of like urban to a lot of people, and that record stayed on number one for a while and left number one and re-entered at number Mm -hmm. one. So that type of chart performance is hard to ignore. And it hung in the top ten pretty much all fucking year. So that's a record with staying power. That's like an all-time record. I don't give a fuck about it, but I get the performance of it and why people fucked with it. And her being... Uh, like a, a a woman of Spanish descent, and then doing this record with the biggest guy in that world is like okay, cool, I get it. You get what I mean? Mm-hmm. So in terms of that, again, I don't give a fuck about that record. Like I'm not riding around. I like it. I'm not playing that shit. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's not for me. But I understand why it connected to the audience and why it would get a Grammy nomination. But the overall album, that's not a Grammy worthy album. No. That's that's like some bullshit. I, I like Daytona a lot. Love Daytona. It, uh, that's not a Grammy album. I, I can't just say this is the best album. And it's it's seven. It's over before it starts. Yeah, that's yeah. how it feels when I listen to Daytona. Like, why is this shit only? Like, why did he listen to Ye and do seven fucking songs? Yeah. you know what I mean. But we'll we'll. Because uh, just Ye was drinking that retarded juice. I, I think I'm more <laughs> in, anticipating the TRPE awards than any awards <laughs> this, this year. You know what I'm saying? The um. Real quick, I posted on my Insta story before I came here, like, ask questions and we'll answer them online. Hey, we haven't done that in a while. And I've gotten a, a bevy of them. You wanna, <laughs> I, I want to knock one Let's out rock out. So Let's we, do a couple. All right, cool. The other day, there was, as y'all know, uh, this past week was Jay-Z's 69th birthday. And like always, y'all went fucking... Yeah, happy, happy 74th, Hove. Y'all went retarded, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Acting like Jay-Z's your dad and everything else. Motherfucker has me because we was talking about it on Twitter because they started all of these what's Jay-Z's best song, what's Jay-Z's best album, like they do every fucking Mm -hmm. birthday for the man. But they started a who is Jay-Z's best work with which producer? So the argument was Jay-Z and Kanye, Jay-Z and Timberland, Jay-Z and Pharrell, Jay-Z and Just Blaze, Jay-Z and Swiss Beats. And I said, me personally, Jay-Z and Kanye... And then cut the deck with everybody else. I love Jay and Pharrell. I love Jay and Timbo. Jay and Just Blazes, they've done dope shit. Mm-hmm. 
Jay and Kanye literally saved Jay life several times. And I said this other day, <laughs> motherfuckers started like arguing with me, and I'm like, maybe y'all just don't really remember. Like, H to the Izzo was Kanye. Yeah. Never change was Kanye. Takeover was Kanye. Was was uh, Girls Girls Girls? Girl, no, Girls 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 was Blaze. Was was just okay. like the biggest songs on some. Singles shit for yeah. Jay for all his blueprints. Blueprint two, the biggest song was Bonnie and Clyde too. That was Kanye. Yo, Run this town on blueprint. Run this three. town on blueprint three was Kanye. Like an all time great record. Like like that like and the Watch the Throne situation with Jay. Like I'm like the work he's done with Kanye has just been to me. It's just been greater. I understand what like allure. Allure is probably Jay best song. Yeah, I was going to say and I was going to say in a vacuum Pharrell has the best Jay-Z one record. Right. But when you talk about catalog, I would it's to me it's between Kanye or Swiss because Swiss did Money Cash Hoes. Right. Swiss did fucking dun, the dun, 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 dun. What was that? Uh, uh Jigga my, Jigga my Jigga, nigga. Like Swiss did <laughs> <laughs> Remember uh, our favorite soldiers? Yeah, the, this, the Swiss produced the Blackout record with Jay and the Locks and DMX. Was that a Swiss production or was that Dame Grease? It might have been Swiss. Don't give me the line. That's what I'm saying. Like, so it's, it's it's somewhere in that camp. But like, Swiss got some like earth bending like Jay Z fucking records that he responsible for. But Kanye catalog other shit because he was in house. Swiss did upgrade you. With Jay and Beyonce, Swiss, Swiss on the, and that's why Swiss could go into a battle with uh, just Blaze, with just Blaze and whoop ass because you forget. I told you, you forget a lot of. I I had Swiss winning, but I didn't have him winning by that big of a margin. When I rewatched it, I was like, Blaze was fucking it up. But when Swiss dropped Swiss that, just, it's his energy. The is energy different. is through the And then when he dropped that unreleased shit, yeah. which I was like, all right, just go lay down. But I just look at like the the the. The shit Kanye did with Jay, even going all the way back to like this can't be life, you know what I'm like? Just God damn, yeah, like it just. Guess who's back? Heart of the city. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kanye said he made that for X, and it wound up Jay like, oh no. Nah. This. <laughs> what was the other big joint from Black album Kanye did? Uh, dun, 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 dun. Encore. Encore. Fuck. Just too Jay and Kanye just got yeah, too, it's too much many shit joints. for for me to just see a, a argument between like for fronting was all that it was great but yeah it ain't Lucifer oh forgot about <laughs> Lucifer <laughs> and then to see and then to see the yeah, black movie then to see the black movie and see Kanye laying the whole shit out and like and Jay like yeah yeah like. Yes, the, yeah, this is it. Like, it's a, it's a different. I, I, I understand y'all hate Kanye, and you know that makes sense. Oh, he's a complete suck ass nigga. Absolutely, but Kanye's musical greatness had go go even past Jay Z. Kanye doing the truth for Beans, doing down and out for Cam. Yeah. Like Kanye, I ain't gonna say he kept the rock afloat, but he he. I mean, for a while, it wasn't no Rockefeller content other than Kanye. 
It's like he was, he was the only one still putting albums out because Cam and them had left and went in the Koch and all that shit that they was doing. Beans wasn't relevant no more. Bleak was never really relevant, but Bleak snuck a good album out that made album. Yeah, made was all snuck that. a good album out on niggas, and he had a couple Kanye joints on there, I believe. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, for the most part, Kanye was like the flag bearer for Rockefeller, like two thousand and three on. Mm-hmm. He was the guy. Jay yeah. fake retired. But I'm just talking about like Kanye basically just like giving hits. Yeah. Like just throwing. Gave everybody hits. Everybody gets a hit. You know what I mean? Like, Remember the, what's the Brandy record that he did? Oh, uh... That he rapped on. I can't remember the name of it, but I know exactly. When she was making her uh, first co- her comeback around that time after taking a couple years off. Oh, like Kanye did crazy. find your love for Drake. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was listening to uh, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy the other day. Perfect album, and I'm just like, yeah, like looking back on it, it's just like, damn, like devil in a new dress, like Jesus Christ. The only way Kanye fucked that rollout up is he gave too many of the songs on Good Fridays, like trying to keep the consistency yeah. for the fans. He let too much of that shit go when in reality it should have been all cutting room floor shit on good fridays and just let that album be what it is and then the last friday should have been the joan with pusher the single yeah. and then you just give motherfuckers the album and just let them go crazy because yeah. he ended up going like five songs deep of the album yeah. on good, good fridays Friday. but that album is perfect yeah it's perfect yeah it really is Kanye's a fucking genius. He's a fucking genius. But yeah, I, I just, to me, I, I I can understand the argument because people are just different and they, you know, look at things from yeah. different vantage points. But I just, when I think of the shit Jay and Kanye have done, it's just like, no. Yeah, right. like, I just, I don't see anything close to that. Yeah. The Grammy nominations, the Grammy wins, the, the, the charting of songs, the sales of songs, the back end, it just, no. Yeah. Like, I'm with you. J- J- Kanye literally did the whole blueprint. Like, for, for everything that was, like, lit off of the blueprint. Yeah. He did Heart of the City, Never Change, Takeover, and H to the Izzo. Just like, I... Shit. I don't understand the argument. On top of him doing his own shit. On right. top of doing common shit. On top of doing Lupe Fiasco. and every, Like, it just... No. Nah. Yeah. That was a good question. Uh, another joint on the joint. Can y'all speak on people being against socializing on social media? Today, some Whew. girl tweeted, damn, wait, y'all niggas really becoming, y'all be out here be, becoming friends on these apps. And I commented, I'm like, well, that's better than fighting and shooting over, <laughs> off of these fucking apps. And it's like, I don't get why. Maybe it's just here. You know what that sperm by? It's not just it's not a just here thing. It's probably the worst here. But what that shit is sperm by is... The more interaction people exhibit on social media, the harder it is to hide for people that's on bullshit. Right. So if I'm a chick and I'm fucking seven niggas and these motherfuckers is <laughs> one is from the Northeast, one is from South Philly, one is from North Philly, one is from like they from all different places. And then I start seeing these motherfuckers interacting with each other. That shit is an uncomfortable situation for me because I'm telling all these niggas that I'm only fucking them. So the more that shit like that happens the and the more people interact with one another on social media, the more it shrinks an environment and makes it to where there's literally one or zero degrees of separation for people. Mm-hmm. And it makes it harder for people that's on bullshit to keep the bullshit going because information travels and people talk and 
it ain't even that somebody might be trying to expose somebody. It's just in regular conversation, shit be coming out, and it's like, oh, Keisha from so and so, or 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 Takia from North, and da da da. Oh yeah, no, cause she da da da. She used to mess with my brother, and now the shit that you was trying to keep under wraps, yeah. now it becomes exposed. So it's an uneasy situation for somebody that's like that's going through that, and a lot of times them girls be frustrated with, you know, having they. They business get out there because they be doing a lot and be trying to pretend like they not. And then when the shit hit the fan, somehow, some way, it's the guy's fault for being Joe and y'all niggas dick riders and this, this, and that. But that's just like, that's just hurt from, you know, being exposed for your bullshit. That's an interesting take on that. I wasn't even thinking that. See, no. you, you're a scoundrel. It's real, I, it's real I, psychology I, to this shit. I like, wasn't even thinking that yeah. shit. Hey, that was an actual pretty good breakdown. Yeah. Yeah, so as as much as they want to just make it seem like it's just something that they just being outwardly expressive, it's really like some behind the scenes, like personal shit that be tied to. Because me, we don't speak on shit that we don't care about. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like if I speak on something and it's is you know one or two bars or one or two tweets and then I move on, I'm not sitting all day like man these hoes be hoeing and yeah. da, 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 da. like it is what it is. Like yeah. it's like I'm thirty, I'm be thirty six years old soon. It is what it is. These hoes is hoes, men is hoes, everybody's hoes. hoes. Right. You know what I'm saying like everybody on bullshit for real, for real. Except for Matt. Matt's a faithful black man getting married. You know what I'm saying? It's like everybody everybody else though is on bullshit. Like, so it's like, what's the point of sitting there and harboring on a point that's already established? I had a good joke and I was gonna end it with via anonymous but I, <laughs> <laughs> I, just ain't, I ain't got time right now. The, um another question. Do you feel like it's necessary to discuss who you've dealt with? If you start dealing with somebody new and they know the people who you've dealt with, so I, I guess that goes into your situation. You just was Do I think about. it's necessary to discuss it? It depends. Can I go ahead? Do your thing. I've never really. I, I, my thing is, I don't want to know when I start dealing with some, if, 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 yeah. if me and you start dating, not me and you, but right, like, right, right. I, I, yeah. I don't know why I pointed over yeah. there. <laughs> just, if me and me and you start, if me and girl here, me and gr- <laughs> a girl, a start, <laughs> start dating. I don't necessarily like, I did that one time in my young life. Like, who have we dealt with? And it was it was it was just like yo, shut the fuck up, like I, <laughs> like I, I fucking hate you, bitch. Yeah, like you, you, I don't want to hear this shit. So, because no matter what you say, it's just gonna be too much. You know what I mean? Yeah. You could say three, and I'm you like three. You got three bodies. A three body, like, and you only thirty six. How does your mother raise you? Like, really? So it's just whatever. Your you, mother know you got three bodies. <laughs> Real shit. Your dad is ashamed of you right Bro, fucking now. Like, whatever you say is just too much. So I don't want to hear that shit off, off rip. Yeah. But I noticed because I've seen situations where, like, you know, you hang with, let's, you, 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 me and you are cool. Yeah. You start talking to somebody new, but she used to deal with me. Should she tell you? It depends. Like, I'm I'm the fling king. It probably saying? wouldn't even be, not, not somebody, because me and you talk, like, all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, if that was the case, I would It'd be, be like, yo, yeah. you know, yeah. you know, like, but maybe somebody who you know, like, in, like, a, for, like, take Jules. Yeah. You know him through me. Right, right, right. So it's like, if if she know, like, she see you in a picture with Jules, like, how, how you know him? Oh, no, that's Matt, man. He comes to the studio. He cool, whatever, right. whatever. Like, should she tell you, well, you know, I used to... Well, it it depends. Number one, I'm the fling king. I'm only going to be around for motherfucking uh, 15 to about 
180 days tops. You know what I'm saying? So it, I don't even need to know none of that shit because guess what? I'm not going to be around. I'm going to be fucking somebody else. <laughs> but you coming clean and all this bullshit, I'm going to be fucking somebody else in a couple months. I guess it's somebody you taking serious. <laughs> what? No, but that's where I'm going with it. But if it like it, so it depends on how the seriousness yeah. of the situation. Right. Like if me and her is like really like on some shit and it's like even if it's new and I'm just like no I really fuck with you like you know I want to build something with you I need to know what the fuck is going on because I don't want to be the nigga at the movies getting pointed at like man this nigga out here was, this, God, man we was running the train on the bitch now we gave her four tasty cakes like I don't want to be a part of that shit like leave me out of that shit I guess that's a little different it's like yeah you don't want to be the the that boy but I feel like at the, at, everybody got a pass like Drake said, you got a pass and I do too. Like, so it's whatever she tells me, I'm still gonna fuck. Like, it does, it's, I, I, whatever, whatever number you tell me, I'm gonna be disgusted. And but I'm, I'm and, still and, gonna and, fuck. And you're gonna think <laughs> I'm not gonna believe you anyway, right? Like, cause this is like, I feel like men will embellish. Yeah, man, I got random ran down on seven hundred bitches out lying, right? But a woman on the flip side I'll tell you, I've only dealt with eleven. You gonna slice that shit down, and that's a lie because it's like it's normally All right, quick maths. All right. Quick maths. Quick maths. All right, <laughs> say if a woman twenty five years old, right? Say she lost her virginity at sixteen. That's nine years of sex. Right. If she had three sex partners a year, which means one, not even every. That's what one every four months. Right. One every four months, and they could overlap or they could be cut off, start anew. That's 27 dicks. Yeah. And that's not a high number. Not, I know chicks that was 21 that had 60 bodies. Real shit. Not even 21. Like, I know that they had 60, 80 bodies. Yeah. Like, little legitimate Jones. Like, oh, yeah, no, because uh, Carl and his and his homie partied me that one time, so that's two. Yeah. Like, I was pregnant by this nigga. And then, like, like a legitimate 60, 80, right. 100 bodies. Like, they just, people be fucking. They, women be fucking. <laughs> <laughs> like, that, women be shopping. <laughs> like, so it's like, yo. Yeah. So depending on the severity, you know, of her past. No, here's the thing. It's tacky to ask. I, that's where I feel. It's tacky to ask because. Number one, it's really none of your business right. unless, you know, it's going to be your wife or whatever like that. Then you kind of want to know, yo, what am I getting myself into? Like, right. you really want to know. But ultimately, my grandfather tell me this all the time. He's stone cold player, got 25 fucking kids, uh, didn't, didn't fuck every bitch alive, let him t tell you. And the only thing that makes one woman different from another one is how you feel about her. Right. So if I love you, I'm going to rock out and I'm going to just be like, yo, you know he was a fucking whore. Right. In the but, I was, but I love you and I'm going to overlook the shit. Day, what the fuck like, was you getting into? The, like all the hoes, like the, the bonafide hoes, they're like the nicest they're people. They're great people. They awesome. They're fantastic. Every hoe I know is fun as <laughs> shit. They cool. They don't like, they, they nice people. Yes. It's like. So like, so you telling me you cook, you clean. You suck the shit out of my dick and you're not going to hold me up for the pussy. I love you. Yeah. Like, I want to like, I want to marry you. Like, yeah. I'm in love with you. You put peppers in there? <laughs> like that, that. Like, so you you made fish fry rice from scratch? Like, what's like what's up with you? You you can make oxtails like like they make it at the, at the Jake. I, and I ain't got to deal with them telling me it ain't no more left. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> it's special oxtails just for me. I went to Jamaica <laughs> store the other night with shit in there. So why y'all open? I ain't go to jail on Fifty Second Street. You go in there at four o'clock on a Friday. Ain't nothing left. Dog. What time y'all close? Eight o'clock. Yo, it's it's four. It ain't nothing left. Dog, it was cookies in the basket. 
It was just nothing in there. I was like, why are you playing y'all over? Why you playing these games with me? Yo. No, but that's real shit. And I, I, I be more so on that same type tip. Like, I, I just don't want to get into it because it's like, I, I'm, I'm going to look at you like wretched. Yeah, once you start uh, like, like it's like once you start hitting me with the crazy out of the park numbers, I'm still gonna fuck, but I'm gonna throw up afterwards. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and I don't want to put that type of pressure on myself. I don't need that stress in my life, so just don't tell me and just let me keep assuming that like you know you some chaste woman and that you know I'm the only god. And that my, you're my thing this is like to. even having them conversations off rip. No, no woman is gonna tell you about her sexual partners. Not all of them. Yeah. It's just not gonna happen. Yeah. Like a, a woman is gonna tell you, yo. The guy she was dating, the guy she was seriously with, yeah. you know, running around with, and she'll calculate all of them and be like, "Oh yeah, I've, I've only oh, dealt six. Yeah, I've <laughs> only dealt with eight guys." And like, no woman's gonna tell you about the dude she fucked on vacation. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like the random ball, the poppy ball down in fucking Aruba. Yeah, or, or the time she broke her iPhone and the nigga gave her four hundred to fuck. <laughs> the night she fucked Chris and Neef. No, no woman's <laughs> gonna tell you that. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just not gonna happen. It's like so. It's this one time, you know, I was in Virginia and like I was at a concert and then like Trey Songs was there and then his brother was there and then like Chris Brown came out of nowhere and then it was like, yo, come to the telly and like my girlfriends they went to go but I went anyway and like I sucked like four dicks that night but like, like, say, no like, woman's gonna like tell you she's that. not gonna tell you that like no you we we all we'd all agree that Chris and Neef probably ran down on tons of shit but ain't no woman about to come out her mouth like yeah I fuck Chris and Neef like <laughs> it's just so it's like it's no point in even asking I know bad bitches that, that, that niggas like lust over that got partied by Chris and Neef I can believe it like super bad I can believe that I mean you ever watch these chicks on Instagram the way they act with like Michael B. Jordan and all of that? Like, I could believe that shit all fucking day. That's not, not even close. Here go another good joint. What's up with all the with the spike in the shootings and all the home invasions in the city? Well, the home invasion shit is because a a, a high, surprisingly high amount of motherfuckers is selling dope, selling fentanyl, selling weed. And doing scams and you know what I'm saying? And they're too outward with their business. Mm -hmm. And they tell too much people their shit. And it doesn't help that they're all fucking the same forty five chicks. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you got this drug dealing crew over here. This is all tying in together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got this drug dealing crew <laughs> over here. You got this home invasion crew over here. You got these niggas that sell weed, these niggas that scam, and it's just like, yo, they're all in the swimming in the same pool with all of these bitches, and they're all telling everybody's fucking business and shit be going down because of that, because these bitches is pillow talking, these niggas telling too much information, taking these girls to where they actually live or to they stay houses and shit like that and th there are no more street rules the street rules do not apply these motherfuckers just do anything yeah. and if there are any street rules that apply they break them every fucking day all, all day 24 7 like every drug dealer in the city is living at the fucking presidential on city line avenue like once i walk in my lobby and i see like four days in a row and i said oh that's the nigga from so that like and i keep i'm not staying here no more yeah. i gotta go most of y'all in there on them fake credit profiles anyway. It ain't your fucking name. Just leave. Go get, go get another fucking apartment. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like, yo, everybody's 
doing all the same shit. You know what I'm saying? They, they doing different shit for their money, but in essence, they're doing the same shit. They fucking the same chicks. They go to the same places. They go to the same fucking four or five different barbers, whatever. Everybody knows everybody's business. Right. And y'all are too willingly giving up your business on social media and bringing people into your world and trying to show, oh, I'm fucking these niggas up and da-da-da-da-da. And it's all it's doing is getting you in fucking trouble in the end. The end. Yeah. This is a messy ass cesspool of a situation, man. And nobody's like, ah, probably shouldn't post this forty bands on social media saying I live at the presidential. That's probably like a bad idea. Yeah. Somebody's gonna follow my fucking ass, hoping that I got a fraction of that money on me. You know what I'm saying? Like niggas are bold and brazen. Somebody I know a couple years ago was living at the uh the mansion at Bala on uh on City Line Avenue. And keep in mind these are low rise like uh like townhome style apartments or whatever mm-hmm. like that. Motherfucker is broken, kicked door, masked up, one in the afternoon, tied his baby mom up, tied his son up, looking for him, and literally t- proceeded to take everything out the house. Everything valuable out the TVs and jewelry and this and that. This is at one o'clock in the afternoon. This is like a brazen fucking mm-hmm. home invasion. So it's like, what do you think a motherfucker gonna do at three, four, five in the morning? Like Somebody tried to pull a, a, a situation on one of my homeboys not too recently. Like, like these motherfuckers are getting bolder and bolder because they starving. Yeah. They starving. It's not like how it used to be, man. It's not 2006, 2008 when everybody had money. Like, this shit is, is not like that. Motherfuckers is frauding for social media. They, do, they are poor. <laughs> hey, yeah, you ain't lying about that. And they that, making themselves poorer trying to keep up. I was going to say that next. Like, I, I feel like social media has, like, become a detriment to people when yeah. it comes to, like, how they live and manifest. First thing a Philly nigga do when he gets some paper is go buy a 2012 BMW Grand Coupe or one of them fucking Jaguar XJs. You get one for $30,000. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing they do. Go bust their head on one of them, and then they figure out everything from there. Go get them a scumbag rollie with a red face, and then it's like, all right, now it's on from there. All right, now I can maneuver. The, like, red, the red face has become the scumbag rollie. It's the scumbaggiest of all yeah, rollies. It is. It is the scumbaggiest of them yet. You ain't lying. They definitely go get a Grand Coupe and mad BMW shirts. Gotta all this, all the uh, Puma BMW all, shit. All the shirts coming to fucking. That's funny as shit. Uh, all right, last one on. on we got more of them, but I want to get some of these topics. Since you guys hate everything, how do y'all? How do y'all friendships last? Well, here's the thing. Can I speak on that? Go ahead. I spoke with a friend of mine the other day. I was telling her because she was like, "You hate everything," and I'm like. Here's the thing. I hate everybody. <laughs> I don't hate everything. Like, I, I enjoy things. I enjoy things. <laughs> I like waffles. You know what I'm saying? I like, uh, you know, uh, Spruce Street Harbor. It's pretty cool down there. I hate people. That's the thing for yeah. me. But it's like I don't hate everything. And when it comes to, like, friendships, I, I, I don't know. Like, I'm a uh, – we friends, I guess. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's like I – I don't know. I'm just not weird when it comes to like all of that. I have shit, I you know? have a ton of friendships, like, and I have a, even more people that I'm pretty cool with. It's just like I know how to compartmentalize what's what. Like, 
I have a system for keeping people on my good side, which mm-hmm. is if I know if there's 10 categories to be a friend. I said this friend, to a girl the other day. If there's yeah. 10 categories to being a friend, and I know that you a five-star or four-star friend in eight out of 10 categories, I'm not going to deal with you in the capacity of those other two right. and give you an opportunity to fuck the friendship up because I'm just going to be off you. Like if I know you, you're weird when it comes to money. Me and you don't We're not going to do no money, money business. Exactly. If I know... You're not gonna fight when shit goes left. I'm not looking for you yeah. in that type of. Yeah, if I know that if I bring you around some chicks, you looking for change for eight thousand. Like I don't, like, yeah. I, I don't, I don't need that. You know what I'm saying? Or you trying to throw niggas under the bus? Like, or you know, when it comes to women, you just can't focus and you just get so horny mm. that you just start hating on niggas. Like I'm just not mm. bringing you in those environments. We gonna do all the other shit. We could talk on the phone. Do the social media shit, right. all of that. We can fucking uh, go jewelry shopping, whatever, or whatever other shit it is about being a friend. Let's do that. But the shit that you a nut on, like I'm just not <laughs> dealing with you. Like I, I refuse. And and it could be something just as simple. How many times have I ever hit you to ask, yo, you want to go to the gym with me? Zero. We don't. Yeah, like we like you'd be like what? <laughs> like what? Like because I don't believe you going and I'm not coming. Real shit. <laughs> and, and, and it's just you know I I feel like that's kind of how it is. Like you become friends based off of what y'all do or what y'all like. Commonality. Commonality. Like what y'all are into. What y'all have going on. Yeah. And that shit makes it could be something as simple as y'all both like you know scumbag drinks at. This bar, right? That's yo. Come on, cousins, hit the bar, and y'all in there. Yeah, and it's like, what's funny is every day I get somebody. It might just be one person. Normally, it's more than one that DMs me or texts me and be like, "Yo, I'm starting to hate everything like you too." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Big Dan called me the other day. He said, "Yo, tell Matt I officially joined the club. I hate, <laughs> I hate everybody." <laughs> saying it's over and he proceeds to tell me this story I'm like yeah that's a good enough reason to fucking hate somebody like yeah. you just tried to get somebody a fucking a million dollar idea and they wouldn't go through with it and now you see them you know promoting somebody else product like that'd be a little frustrating that'd be a little frustrating let's talk about Kevin Hart let's do it Kevin Hart stepped down and we should have Spank come up Spank won't Spank won't come back up yeah I might sock him just to get the viral <laughs> moment but um <laughs> Spank been working, boy. Whenever, whenever Kev got something, Spank be working overtime yeah. boy, on Twitter and shit. But uh, yeah, hometown fucking superstar Kevin Hart, man. Kev stepped down from uh, the uh, hosting the Oscars this year, and um, I didn't know that was like his dream was to like host the Oscars. I didn't know. He, yeah. I had no idea. But he stepped down amid like backlash of some old tweets that he refused to apologize for because he's already apologized for them. Didn't I tell you how that old tweet shit is starting to be like? Oh man, it's hey, it's, don't don't worry, media. We already cleaned our shit. Know, it, it, Fuck y'all. It's <laughs> crazy. It, it like my thing is this: you're 35. Yeah. So you've been on social media. I don't know if you've been on it since its inception. I've been on social media consistently since 2009. I've been on social media. Since 2006. Like, I had a MySpace Facebook and all that shit, but it was like, I wasn't... I was on it, MySpace. It wasn't to this I mean, level. I was on MySpace and Black Planet. My Black Planet was lit. I had a Black Planet. My shit was unlit. My Black Planet was lit. I was having a tough time connecting with folks. I was, <laughs> it was not... <laughs> I was having a tough time connecting. <laughs> <laughs> shit wasn't really working out. Hey, this shit ain't what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah, Chief, Chief had to redirect me several times. Like, nah, that ain't it, Chief. Back it up. 
Reverse the car. I was having a tough time connecting with people. <laughs> Flat out. That's funny as shit. Sometimes you got to just be real with yourself. I was having a tough time. Like how the boy said, I ain't going front. We took an L today. It's like one of them jumps. Like, yo, it's a little tough, man. <laughs> It wasn't. It wasn't as easy as the tutorial made it out to be. You know. Yeah. You sit down and you just like this ain't it, man. Ain't like, <laughs> I wish it was, but you know it ain't it, man. Yeah. I remember. I ain't gonna say his name, but my man, he found like two party bitches on Black Planet. And it was like having these wild ass streets. I'm just like. You gotta show me what to do on yeah, that. Like, what's the algorithm? Yeah. Like, like, I gotta figure out how to work this shit. What code did you put in the find to unlock Dude. this shit? But yeah, I was on Black Planet and MySpace and shit. So I'm gonna say I've been on since like 06, 07. Okay. And when I think back to just, it, it ain't even necessarily one app. Like, I'm not. You figure. Instagram, Snapchat, Vine, Twitter, Facebook, MySpace, uh, Black Planet. What else was huge for a little second? Is that all of them? I think I got them. Fucking Dame Dash had a social network. Block Savvy. Block Savvy. <laughs> I remember that. Uh, Jermaine Dupri had one. I don't remember that. <laughs> I forget the name. of That shit's still active. The um, But yeah, like just all of them. And I think back on the shit that we used to say and the shit that we used to do. Yeah. And in specific, I think of Twitter because Twitter was literally just mayhem. Tweet, 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 <laughs> yeah. tweet, 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 tweet. Like it wasn't. Like, if you see somebody that has 300,000 Facebook posts, you like, all right, you're a, you're a serial killer. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of weird. You're but, people windows. But to have 300,000 tweets is like, ah, whatever. Like, that's just what it is. So it's yeah. like, and I, I told you, when I went back and looked at my old tweets, because it's very simple. You go on to the actual Twitter.com, go to the search bar, type in your at name, and then whatever words you're looking for. Yeah. The whole sh- and people be like, yo, y'all be going far, far as shit back to find these old tweets. No, dickhead, you don't. You <laughs> go to Twitter, yeah. type in your at name or anybody's at name, and type in a word. Every tweet they've ever tweeted or responded to with that word, it's tweets I can't even get rid of with like nigger and shit. Like because somebody somebody retweeted tweeted it. it to me, and yeah. I can't I can't delete it. But it's just it's there. So it's like any old word, whether it be. You know, maggot that starts with an F or Romo that starts with an H. All all of these different words, you can find them in a snap. In a the blink of a fucking eye, all of these shits is there from 2012, 2010, 2009. And I look back on it and I'm just like, damn, we really used to wow. Yeah. Like we used to wow on Twitter. Like, and people don't really get it. If If you weren't in it, it's just not going. It's like. It's like a somebody in the military explaining to you what it's like to be an active fire right. in the middle of Iraq. You're not going to understand. Yeah. You might think 54th and Wyloosing is fucking crazy, but it ain't as crazy as Kabul, Afghanistan. Yeah. And, and they can't make you ex- understand by explaining it to you. You have to live in it. Yeah. And I, I guess I don't want to make like it's like I'm, oh, I'm making it as serious as that. But it's like if you were really on Twitter. It was a it was a cultural thing. Like it was the culture of 
Twitter. It's like when you go to fucking South Philly, certain parts of South Philly, people double fucking park their cars. Mm-hmm. It's just a culture of the neighborhood. And PPA, no, don't fuck with these people, blah, blah. It just is what it is because it's more fucking cars than it is houses and it's more fucking more cars than parking spots. It is what it is. So the nature of Twitter for a long time was you get on there and say the most outlandish shit mm-hmm. you can say. Everything. And it was everybody. It wasn't like... And you don't even necessarily got to feel that way. Yeah. Like, I could dead-ass tweet you be like, where you at, pussy? I don't think you're a pussy. Right. But where you at, pussy? <laughs> and that, that's just what it was. And it's, it's annoying to me to watch people ascend to these great heights and have to deal with silly shit from six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten years, years ago. ago. Yeah. Never mind the fact that you might have said you could have said this and you you could have went on a rant against a certain group of people. In 10 years, that man allowed to change. That man allowed to change his opinion, change his views, change his look on the world. All of that shit can change in a matter of motherfucking. Your opinion can change in a matter of minutes. Yeah, depending on if somebody may talk to you and be like, yo, and at the end of it, you may be like, damn, I didn't look at it that way. You're absolutely right. But like in minutes, your your opinion can change. The reverend got DMX to put the gun down at the end of belly. That shit ain't (laughs) take fucking 20 days. That shit was literally minutes. It's like that's how fast your view can change. And people will go and be like. You know, you could get signed, or I could, like, per, I'm a perfect example. I could get signed to Jay-Z tomorrow. Well, not really, but right. I'm hypothetical. In theory. In, you know, I get signed to Jay-Z tomorrow, and I'm like, take a picture with over, like, yeah, I signed with Rock Nation, they my new management company, whatever, whatever. Motherfucker, go find a tweet where I'm like, Jay, Jay got destroyed on Ether, and now I gotta <laughs> have a press conference. Look, I, I've always found Jay Z's takeover to be as, and now I got, you know, I gotta do this weird ass shit because right. somebody done went and took a thought from 2000 and whenever and brought it to 2018, yeah. and now I gotta explain the shit to the world, and that shit to me is just like it's mad annoying. It's it's super annoying, and like Kev said it best, like why the fuck do we give internet trolls? Validation, like why, like what made them lit? What yeah. made you more popping than other shit? That's go. It, it's nuts. And the thing is, what's so even so much frustrating about it is that we never illuminate the source of where this shit came from. Right. It's just some rant because you know Reddit is a. Uh, Reddit is anonymous, so motherfuckers will get on or get on a Reddit forum and just post some shit mm-hmm. and just fuck somebody whole life up, and there's just no accountability for this shit, and it's like the weirdest shit ever. We never call out these people for being fucking internet trolls or trying to stir up shit or being troublemakers. We but we got but Kevin Hart got to go and answer to this or that, and if you don't apologize, then you're not gonna host. We're like, well, how about this? I'm gonna apologize, and I'm still not hosting. Right? Fuck y'all. Because I'm up a hundred million. I don't, I don't yeah. need this fucking. Head. I got fuck you money. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It was just annoying watching the whole like it. It happens more and more and more and more and more yeah. and more and more. And I, I I watch it. I try not to make it a racial thing. You know what I'm saying? But I'm it's saying? hard. Not it's to. hard. It's hard as fuck not to. Yeah. I, I don't want it to be a race issue, yeah. but it's just like, why is it that black men have to get screwed? Like. When you're a Caucasian, Caucasian woman, Caucasian man, do whatever fuck you want. Caucasian dog, you you just <laughs> you can fucking wild out, and it's like, oh, it's all in good name. Like Joe Rogan has a joint where he was blatantly saying the the f word, yeah, and he was saying like like I'm such a f word, you know, and that shit came out the other day. Motherfuckers was black people on the tweet like, oh, he talking about himself though, so that's like joking, <laughs> and I'm just like, we different. <laughs> 
Because on the flip side, you're not allowed that allowed that same courtesy. Oh hell no! To where it's just like, oh, you joking and you being funny, whatever, nah. whatever. It, it, no, it's, it's like, no, we know you was joking, but what you mean though? Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, oh you was joking, yeah, all that's cool, well and fine, but no, but no, really, what you mean? The funniest though? shit I seen the other day. I didn't even want to laugh, but I had to. It's a, it's a. I guess Kevin Hart did a skit a couple years ago with Magic Johnson's son. And Magic Johnson's son, like, hitting with a person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he hitting with the person. The caption said, I saw the tweets, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I burst out laughing <laughs> off of that shit. I dude. saw the tweets, Kevin. But, um, yeah, it's... it's two, chief on the line. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, man. for 2018, dog, y'all, y'all really need some old heads. Y'all need some guidance. Y'all need... Y- y'all need a chief Y'all need somebody That's just gonna be like Yo Fall the fuck back Right Like how we had Yo fall back That shit ain't even worth it Yeah Fall the fuck back And it's just it, Like people literally Like Drake said Going on the internet Not part of my day Cause motherfuckers Really get up yeah. And get on Like we talked about That incel shit last week It's people who really Wake up They They Crack like, their ah, another day, <laughs> and and they get on the net, yeah. and they use this internet. Like we talk about all the time, just in our city, motherfuckers use these social medias, these internet, all of this shit for 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 evil. Yeah, like you know how they say like using your powers for good and using for e- like when uh when the Golden Lords got the little piece of the meteor and he went fucking crazy and yeah. like niggas use their powers for just terribleness and. Yeah. We see it time and time again. Time and time again, man. Recently, a fucking uh, popular Philadelphia platform fucking unfolded and ended in violence. Yeah. And it's just like, yo, like, it's because people that'll sit around and talk about people, once they run out of shit to talk about, they're going to talk about the motherfuckers to the left and to the right of them. And that shit eventually, you know, unfolded and it poured down. And I'm like, yo, why is my homegirl online, like, rumbling a linebacker? What the fuck is going on here? And it's just like, we don't even know what the source of it was. Yeah. But it's just nonsense. Nonsense. It's nonsense. Like, it, it, it's, we, And it all started from some internet shit. I said the other day, I'm like, we literally reached a point where it's like, the more nonsense you have in your atmosphere... The bigger your light will become. Yeah. And that's Mona Scott's fault. And people's lives, like, I I hear people say shit like, oh, yeah, I love my Ratchet TV. That's my my entertainment. It's like, this shit shouldn't entertain you. Shit is self-destructive. It's self, that's how I be feeling. Like, nah, yo, this shit is just. It, 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 to, to an impressionable mind. Not me or Matt or somebody with some sense, but to an impressionable mind, it teaches them that this is the way to behave. And that if you act crazy enough, you will get attention. You can get on television. You can this and this and that. Because all the people that are on the love and hip hops and all that shit, they tell you, oh, yeah, if you don't got an interesting storyline, they're going to cut your shit and you're not going to get paid if you're not on TV. So they got to, you got to be interesting and you got to just, or and or do the wildest shit. It's like when when fucking Gungeon went viral with the the shoot you and, the yeah. getting shot in the head rap video everybody turned around niggas was doing drunk driver videos motherfuckers j- stopping the nigga from jumping off the bridge video it's just it yo, yo, it's monkey see monkey, monkey do see, monkey do and it's just the shit that the monkeys be seeing be <laughs> fucking nuts it be fucking insane and that goes to a point of like we've we've talked about this a lot on the podcast is people allowing people to just 
establish and maintain their own lane. Right. Like motherfuckers will see something work and then they on. They on the next thing smoking. Whatever I can do that's similar but not the same, I'm on it shit. You know what I'm saying? Like we done seen it with the fucking hair shit, fucking girls doing eyelashes, eyebrow, all this shit. It's a gajillion of them and I yeah. get it. Like, Certain shit is like, all right, it's a multi-billion dollar industry. If you get a slice of it, you can still make a lot of money. I get all that. But why not just support the people that were the early adopters and then focus your energy on doing something different? The whole reason why Apple is such a successful company is because they make innovative products, not just one, products that have changed the world in multiple fucking ways. And y'all want to focus on the same three, four, five service-based industries or selling hair or fucking selling t-shirts, whatever the fuck. And it's like, all right, I get it. You can make a lot of money doing that shit, but goddamn, like, what else? Like, what are what are your talents? What are you passionate about? Like, you got motherfuckers doing shit they're not even passionate about just to make a fucking buck. And that's where the whole downfall of, like, the yeah. terribleness comes to fuck. Black said that shit the other day. Like, it... The, the shit is just it's just weird like I, we could be here till fucking Tuesday <laughs> if we, we keep go down that motherfucking joint the, um, what did Nick Cannon do so what Nick Cannon did right. Nick Cannon went and pulled up old tweets from all these popular uh, like white actors and comedians and shit like that of them being homophobic racist or just downright hateful and was like oh shit like retweeting them like oh shit like Sarah Silverman Amy Schumer Mm -hmm. like a bunch of people and it's just like Nobody cared. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, for whatever reason, like, it seems like the rules are literally fucking different. No. But black media covered it, but nobody in the mainstream media covered that shit. But he just basically putting it, like, just illuminating that it's a double standard. Like, Kevin Hart gets persecuted for something he said nine years ago, but Amy Schumer can say some shit nine months ago and nobody gives a fuck. Why is that? It's crazy. I didn't even know. Yeah. Yeah, this was like maybe like two, three days ago he did this. Like Bossup covered it, a couple other uh, black media outlets. But for the most part, people just kind of like let it, you know, just let it ride under the uh, under the bridge, so to speak. Mm. Like, oh, no, that didn't happen. It's like you said with Joe Rogan. It was like, oh, he's talking about himself. That's different. Yeah, we, Hate language is hate language, regardless of, you yeah. know, how you use it or who you aim at it. Do you care about Cardi B and Offset? At all? No, not really. I, I like. I, I hate the fact that they were like relationship goals for. It did. I mean. It, I mean, I get why they were. They were. Goals they for were. Some of you people. They but. were basically like the epitome of like a drug dealer and a chick that sell hair getting together. It's like basically what they were. The old <laughs> shit used to be a party promoter and a bottle. Right, 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 right. That. Yeah, they were like the top level of that. Yeah. So it's like a retired stripper, an ex D boy, both rappers now relationship goals and it's like yeah no and it just uh, it just shows how much like you could really love somebody but treat them like absolute shit at the same time <laughs> you know what I'm saying like or you could be in, or you may think you're in love with somebody but you just in lust and you caught up in being infatuated with this person but it still don't stop you from you know running down on Cuban Doll and Summer Bunny and whoever the fuck else and what you gotta realize is that he's a young man they both extremely young yeah. like 23 24 years old like extremely young yeah, they are that young. Kids. Yeah. They kids, really. Like, I'm fucking about to be a, a 12 years their senior. You eight, nine years older than them. You yeah. get what I'm saying? They're extremely young. And I know 24, 25-year-old me, I was fucking like it was going out of style. Yeah. So imagine 24-year-old me with 15 million. Yeah, I was about to say, with 20 behind you. What? Yeah. 
Are you kidding me? Like, can you imagine what his royalty statements look like every three months yeah. from fucking Bad and Bougie and Stir Fry alone? Not to mention all the other shit. Yeah. And the fact he just got off tour with Drake, what them bags look like? Yeah. Like, it's unreal. They are making unreal amounts of money. And the pussy is looking for you at this point. Yeah. Like, like he 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 didn't even got to be setting up shit. He could just be show up somewhere and be offset and 10 bitches want to fuck. Yeah. Flat out. And... Out of the ten, they're gonna get progressively nastier depending on what the what the chopping block is looking like. Right. So you like, man, I'm only got room for two. <laughs> so y'all gonna have to such and such and such, such. Somebody out of that ten is gonna be with it, if right. not all ten of them. Yeah. So it's just like he in a precarious position, man. Where it's just like, dog, like I get it, you with your woman and all that shit. But on the same token, like, man, like you know, you gotta you gotta live your life and learn and experience and you know figure out what you really really want. And it just, you know, his, his relationship got in the way of figuring out what he really wanted. Yeah. Because it's like, all right, you you have opportunity to get Cardi B. You supposed to lock her down, absolutely. But you, but in reality, like, you may you not cheat be ready. On Cardi B, and I'm like, why not? <laughs> I was selling, like, but I'm just like, yeah, like, I mean, like, what does that mean? Like, yeah, not it, to be a chauvinist, but like, why not? Like, no, no, <laughs> I, I was more so on the tip. Like, motherfuckers, like, why would you cheat on Cardi B? And it's like. What you need a reason? (laughs) Like I'm I'm like I'm I'm more so on the tip. Like what what the what does that mean? Like what you know? It's like I know y'all don't like to accept it or look at it in the same light. Jay Z cheated on Beyonce for years with a white woman. (laughs) Jay Z cheated on Beyonce so bad her sister whooped his ass. Real shit. How livid and just disrespectful cheating do you got to be for the sister to be like, no, nigga, I had enough of you. I'm going in your mitt. Remember Undercover Brother when uh, he went undercover as a white guy and uh, they came back to the brotherhood <laughs> and she was like, and, and he slept with a white girl. Dave Chappelle, oh, my God, how, how was, was it? it? <laughs> how was it? <laughs> Like, yeah. like Jay-Z is a scoundrel. There's yeah. a rumor that he was fucking Dame Dash ex-wife. Yeah. Like. A scoundrel. Yeah, they both was kind of scoundrels though. <laughs> I, I like read something about the whole Aaliyah shit. Oh yeah, J- Dame Snipe. That was a yeah, snipe. Yeah, Dame took that. Dame took that and wifed her. Crazy, <laughs> but yeah, like I, you know, I, I really didn't care about the whole Cardi. Nick, I mean Cardi. Uh, Offset shit, but I it, mean the most entertaining shit of it all was him saying y'all won. Yeah, the, the y'all comments. one line is great. That might be the line <laughs> of the year. That's right up there with a, a monkey don't stop no show from yeah. Future. Like yeah, that's, that's wasn't what, I'm good love and joy earlier this year too. Yeah, that was his, Future had like a bunch. He of had this five. Shit. Somebody ran the list down the other day. It was right. like he had five. He yeah, gave future, us five drinks. Future was dropping hotlines all all over the man. motherfucking place this future, year. Future man, he he could annoy anything with a vagina. They hate him. Yeah, they hate his guts. Um. Okay, Slick asked for a shout out, Kyrie. So, oh, uh, shout out Slick. Yeah, what up, Kyrie? Shout out Slick, FSO Records. Uh, Ralph Lauren Polo had such an influence on the black and hip hop community, and now it seems like it's just over. No, nah, they're making a comeback. They got some really dope uh, ski coats in this new collection that they put out. I want in. you. Have you seen the, the ninety two Olympic John? I want. It's supposed to drop like within Fire. the next week or so. I want Fire. that jacket so fucking bad. Fire! Uh, they got this. Uh, they got this other this patchwork coat that's fire. It's just like they didn't make products that appeal to the new sensibilities of like you know where people are. Like the hip hop 
community is now is like a high fashion community or a custom made community where motherfuckers, a lot of motherfuckers far. making their own product and or buying other shit. And they didn't change with the time. They just made the same shit over and over again like for his, 25 historically, years. Historically, even when we were kids, we wanted to look like the older dudes. You yeah. know, like my man from Baltimore, they call phone pods as dope dealers down there because like all the dope boys. Yeah. like So you see that shit growing up. Like I remember the first time I saw the phone pods is the blue with the clear soul. Yeah. I was just like, yo, what the fuck? Fuck and I was like, it's funny because the niggas who was selling drugs, they was the ones who had them on, and yeah. it was just like, I got to get them motherfucker. You know, yeah. like you wanted to look like the older niggas, and the older niggas was all wearing Mark Buchanan jackets, Pelly Pelly leathers, polo downs, polo hoodies, polo sweat sets. When it was Easter time, niggas would had that yellow polo sweat set yeah. or or the motherfucking <laughs> baby blue. John. The, remember the Carlton jacket, the little yeah. windbreaker, John. <laughs> like Steve Urkel was wearing polo yeah. motherfucking golf shirts left and right. Him and Carl- Carlton had, I, yo, it was one of them old Fresh Princes was on. This nigga polo jacket was, I mean, like, it was lights out. I yeah. was like, yo, Carlton stayed in some <laughs> immaculate polo shit. But, like, all the Wu-Tang niggas, all of them, they, yeah. they all was wearing polo downs. I I think uh, Rod to this day still uses the same damn low sweater, John. Yeah, and that's the Ray, yeah. Raekwon joint. Like, polo with the bear. Polo just was it for... Yeah. Kanye made his whole shit with polo backpacks and polo with the bear and shit like that. So it's like polo was just it. And yeah. I still fucking love polo. Like I, the big horse shit was kind of annoying to me. Yeah, but they went real Camden this one. It, went- <laughs> it was real Camden, New Jersey. It was real North Delaware. I was Delaware. About to say <laughs> It was real Dude, North Delaware. The big polo shit did get real Chichesterish <laughs> after a while. So I was like, I was cool off of that. But polo rugby's still the shit. Polo yeah. downs is still. I, st- I got a Nordica down. Like I, I still love. Yeah, that. they brought back the fucking snow beach shit. Yeah, like, like they, it's still the Alp. Pine shit yeah. is back now. It's it's like they're still who they is, but where the hip hop and the urban community is now, it's like I want to say the proper term, and I don't want us to get like no emails. Uh, <laughs> oh. Metrosexual. Right. That's how like the it's more European. The now. men dress almost like like clothes are like unisex now yeah like men and women like the young niggas they wear the same vans they wear the same jeans in a lot of instances they wear the same shirts the same hoodies the same cross chest bag like it's there there isn't really a uh there's no dividing line between men's and women's i was reading an article the other day said that the uh the the men's sign on the bathroom door and the woman's sign on the bathroom door it said that people are fighting to get the woman's John changed because it's derogatory to have her in a dress. That's what it's... And I was just like, 2035 <laughs> is going to be fucking nuts. <laughs> if y'all think 2018 is crazy, wait till Chief get a load of 2000. <laughs> Chief ain't getting no rest. <laughs> Chief gonna be up all fucking night. Chief like, ain't no rest for the weary. Like, and I, me, and my, me and my man, we was having a conversation the other day. I'm just like, yo, 2035 is going to look nuts Whoa. compared to what it was. And that, But I, I told him, though, when we look back, think about 1940 compared to 1970. Niggas didn't have rights in 1940. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 1970, niggas was millionaires. Niggas was tearing up the A. Right. So it's like that cosmic shift in culture between those 30 years or if you look at the 1960 to 1990. Niggas was owning companies. Yeah. Motherfuckers was straight becoming billionaires out here. Yeah. Oprah was starting her shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, 
there's always going to be cosmic shifting. And I feel like 2010 to 2040, it's just going to be, you know, we're going to be like our grandparents and how to be like, well, back in my day, right. <laughs> you know, you could hold off and punch a bitch in the face. And uh, like, that's how motherfuckers is going to be in 2040. Yeah, when flat out. When you, like, what was Not the movie? Not too long ago, you could put a chick in a crippler cross face and nobody with bad eyelash. Real talk. You can't breathe on a chick in 2018, 19. Like, I, I, think, I think about the fact that Mike Tyson went to jail for a rape. And he came out and was one of the biggest draws in the sport. He was still the biggest draw yeah. in sport. Tupac went, Tupac to, jail went to jail for sodomy. And he had the number one album in the country while he was in jail for yeah. sodomy. And I think about that now. Like... I don't know if Mike gonna still be the biggest draw when he nah, come out of they jail. They might not never let Mike out of jail. Like for Mike might more. not get a license when he get like yeah. real shit. It, it's just it's a it's a different climate and a different culture. And I can't really attest to whether or not it's like great or whatever. Like because at times I'll be on the tip like some of this shit is just ridiculous. Yeah, no. Uh, some here, of this shit my is just my nuts. opinion is this, bro. Overall, things are society is changing for the better, but there are elements of radicalism. In these things that people want to change that makes the causes look like, man, get the fuck out of here. Like it's, it's certain radicalized elements in what people want to alter that makes it makes the cause seem unworthy of change right. and make it seem. And people are hijacking legitimate causes for their own personal agendas and fucking up the messaging. Right. And messaging is something like me being like a marketing guy and you know, they, they teach you that in school. That's part of like your advertising classes and shit like that is like messaging. What message do you want to convey to the audience? Like, OK, this is your imaging or whatever. Right. But what is this hidden message or the psychological message that you want to impute into people? Mm -hmm. So it's like the imaging be one way. But then their messaging be like all over the fucking place right. and it be muddying up the water and fucking up what they're really trying to convey for the overall cause because one or two people are on the far right or far left of this topic and they want their agenda to get across more than the overall message of what's important. And that goes for homosexuality, that goes for uh, fucking uh, misogyny, violence, Domestic violence, all of that shit is like there's always going to be different radicalized elements because of people's experiences be shaping they, you know what I'm saying, their be views. shaping their views or whatever mm -hmm. like that. So it's like just because your husband beat the dog shit out of you doesn't mean that every man is looking to beat the dog shit out of their woman. Yeah. And that those radicalized views be skewing the argument to where it'll just turn certain people off and be like... Well, man, fuck all y'all bitches. Get beat the fuck up for all I care. Like, it'll just turn people off to the point where it's like, yo, I was I was with you to a certain point. And then once you start talking that all men have the ability to da-da-da-da-da, now it's like, all right, man, well, fuck you then. Get beat up. Who cares? Yeah. Like, you'll turn people off to your cause by being a radical. Right. Yeah, I get that. I understand that all day. It's just, I don't know. I, I look at it more so on a tip like, I I get some of it. I get some of it. Like, it makes sense. And I get like, most of it. I, I get it. But just the whole Kevin Hart situation. They were basically mad at him because he said he didn't want a gay son. Right? But then there are gay people 
that'll say, say the same thing. They don't want gay children. Yeah, because and they I don't want like, their kids to go through the same thing that they went through and being persecuted and being prejudged and da 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 da. da. And it's okay for them to say it. That's like me saying I don't want a black kid. Like if I have a kid, chances are, <laughs> chances are, hey, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but but no, it's like, and that that's more so my thing. It's like, why is Kevin Hart persecuted for saying this when you turn around and say it? Yeah, and it's like, oh well, because he, it's like gay bashing, and it's like, no, not really. Yeah, like. I, I don't think anybody should be bashed for anything. I like nah. So this ain't that. I think he was more so just like telling an honest feeling, like what he doesn't want or what he does. Like that's another thing. People will make it seem like I say it all the time. You'll say, "Oh, you know, I want this coat." Like I'm using a coat, John. Yeah. I want this. What kind of coat is it? Uh, RTA. RTA. You like? Yeah, I want this RTA coat. It costs twelve hundred. Then I'm like, well, shit, what the fuck wrong with a $200 polo down or Nordica? And you yeah. just like, nothing. But I want this coat. Right. Oh, no, see, this motherfucker got something against polo coat. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, that's the way that, that they operate. Yeah. And it's just a lot of it don't be bashing or don't be derogatory. It'd be a difference of opinion. It'd be, no, I'm different than yeah. you. You know what I mean? Like, that's all. I don't hate fucking Long John Silvers, but right. I ain't going there. And that's just, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that, th this ain't that. Like, but yeah, I, I, that that's a whole, that's for another day. What did Max Kellerman do? I saw you put that in there. Oh, Max Kellerman uh, has been on this campaign all season. Real quick, before we go there. Did you see Max Kellerman, Roy Jones, and all them last night with the HBO boxing joint? No. You know HBO Boxing ended last night. Oh, it was over. It's done. Their last fight was last night. So Jim Lampley, Roy Jones Jr., Max Kellerman, they all like gave like a little thesis to HBO Boxing and what it's meant to the culture. And they were they were a mess. They were crying and falling the fuck apart. And then HBO did a little mini doc on HBO Boxing. And it's just wild to think that like something that had such a stronghold on it's culture. You know, like, like yeah. HBO boxing was it for boxing. Like, the Thriller in Manila, the Rumble in the Jungle, right. Tyson getting defeated by Buster Douglas, Riddick Bowe versus Holyfield, Riddick Bowe versus Holyfield 2 when the nigga flew into the joint, motherfucking Hagler versus Hearns, Hearns versus Sugar Ray, fucking Delahoya versus Felix Trinidad, yeah. Felix Trinidad versus Bernard, Roy Jones, Floyd Mayweather, like, everything that in boxing that was anything... It most of it happened on HBO. Only in these last couple of years has Showtime and NBC stepped in and like, you know, Floyd has gone over. And really, I look at it like it's Floyd. Yeah. Floyd fucked up boxing, not for the bad. Like Floyd really made it to where like a monopoly could fall. Yeah. And he showed him how fast it because Floyd was like, y'all on some Al Heyman over here. I mean, uh, Bob Arum over here on some old nut shit. Listen. I can I'm go to motherfucking yeah. Showtime. Y'all want to be Set on some silly shit. <laughs> and Floyd bounced. Because remember the 24-7, Floyd had HBO cracking. The Fab and Ray J shit, all of that shit spawned yeah. from HBO 24-7. Floyd bounced, took 250 mil with the Showtime for seven fights. And it was like literally the beginning of that? a matter of eight years. Yeah. HBO is straight not doing boxing anymore. That's insane. How crazy. When I'm talking about Ali, Foreman. Ever, all, Joe, for all of that shit for years, decades, has been HBO boxing. Floyd got out of there and went to Showtime, and it was just like, yeah, we really don't need HBO boxing, yo. Yeah. 
It's crazy. HBO boxing. The, the mini doc was awesome. You guys see it. I'm going to watch it. Was, it was good as shit. And I was just like sitting there last night like, damn, like everything from our childhood, everything that we knew. And I, 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 I'm starting, I told Rob, I'm starting to feel like how, you know how our parents be like, oh man, back in the day, we, yeah. we, I remember when Sanford and Son first came on and it was the greatest show on. Like, I'm starting to feel like that at times because yeah. it's like everything that I saw growing up and everything that I was accustomed to and everything that was just what it was, it's just, it's not there anymore. It's dissipating. It's either go, it's either falling up, it's either coming apart or it's gone altogether. Like I thought, the Rock was going to be there forever. I did. I'm not yeah. even trying to be funny. I really once they got into the liquor and the clothes and the movies yeah. and I did as thought. That, okay, Rockefeller, like this ain't no death row shit. Right. This, you, this, this ain't no bad boy shit. Yeah. Four years later, <laughs> four months. Like <laughs> this shit ended quick. You know what I'm saying? Roy Rogers, remember the fixings bar? Oh man, I thought this shit's gonna be here for the rest of. They give you the, they give you a burger and cheese. Like, yeah, you go over there. That burger be this fucking big. <laughs> you get done with it. I thought that was gonna be around forever. Like a sizzler, sizzler. Remember Shoney's? I fucked. I t- <laughs> Spank posted a pic the other day in Calabasas. I'm like, well, you came a long way from the Shoney's. <laughs> like, nigga, what the fuck? <laughs> like, real shit though. Like, it's so much shit that just as. We knew in our youth that's yeah. just not there anymore. And it's just like, God damn, like, like how we talk, things are changing for the better, but just, it'd be dope to see it still. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, to see things continue is just like, remember when NBA jerseys was like really lit? Yeah. Like, they was getting made by Champion. They were lit. The, the, the Not even like authentics, like replicas yeah, was yeah, it. Yeah. And then the authentic game with motherfucking Nike was out of this fucking world. And then you just looked up and the jerseys was getting made by Adidas. And it was just like, and that's kind of how I look at it. Like just everything. Like, remember when the first Escalade came out? You was like, what oh, the man, that fuck shit was like a spaceship. That? That's a big ass truck. The new Escalades ain't even crazy roomy. Yeah. It's just like, the fuck? And just be like, yeah, damn, like everything's fucking changing. I sometimes just be like, can 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 the shit slow down a little bit? <laughs> yeah. Like HBO boxing is just gone. It's over. That's nuts. But yeah, I saw that last night. And I thought that was a, it was it was a, if anybody get a chance, go watch it. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it tonight. It was it, they did a very good little mini doc on uh the boxing. It's just like goddamn. But what what did Max Kellerman do with KD though? Oh, so Max Kellerman has been on this soapbox all season that. KD, by the end of the season, will no longer be regarded as a top five player. And most recently, he said on first take that KD right now is the fifth best player in the NBA and falling was his argument. And Stephen A lost it. You want my take on this? LeBron James is the best player in the world. Hands down. He's been the best player in the world since arguably 2010. Kobe had a good couple of years where they won the championships. Kobe was on the best team. I don't necessarily know if Kobe was the better player than LeBron was, at least in 2012, 2013. Oh, hell no. No. 
LeBron's run is coming to an end. Yes. There's just it's it's already remarkable that at 16 years he can just continue the level of play, the efficiency that he has. It's just kind of insane that he can do it night in and night out yeah. still. You have to think that Father Tom is going to eventually put LeBron. You see, LeBron already on defense isn't the greatest motherfucker nah. out there. So it's like at one it's point— a lot of slippage in his defense. Though, he did one joint where he threw his foot out. Did you see that shit? <laughs> Nigga blew past him. LeBron did the straight old head joint. He put his foot out. Like, so, yeah, at one point, Bron was a, a, a first-team all-pro defender. Yeah. That's not there anymore. His efficiency's through the roof. His ball handling skills, Paul's, is great. He's his vision is still nuts. He can shoot better than he ever did. So that's dope. And then he's six eight and two seventy, and he can just muscle over whoever. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, he's still the best player out there. The Lakers are fucking fourth in the West right now. Right. They just haven't made the playoffs for the last five years. They are fourth in the West right now. And they're trying to get Trevor Ariza mm-hmm. back. Ain't that crazy? Yeah. Trevor said he got his chip. Like, I got to go get this paper, y'all. I'll be back. You know what I'm saying? But no, LeBron's the best player on earth. Kawhi Leonard is the second best all-around player on earth. I think people just forgot that because he drives a 03 Tahoe and he was injured and he has braids and he signed a New Balance. So people just like Kawhi Leonard is just so docile that people forget He's really that good. Yeah. The Raptors are by far the best team in the East. Right, right now, they're the best, best team, team in the league. league. They're the best yeah. team in the NBA. And Kawhi Leonard is that. Like, I don't know if you watched that game the other night against the Sixers. He was literally man. Like, yeah. it was a man amongst boys. Like, he was just doing what the fuck he wanted. And, like, his defense is impregnable. Like, on some Mike Tyson shit. Yeah. Like, my defense but, is impregnable. My- but KD gave him 51. Did. <laughs> Did. Because KD is the best pure scorer. Somebody the other day was like, KD's, if, if if Kevin Durant, prime KD, played prime T-Mac one-on-one, who would win? I'm like, <laughs> if the game go to 35, Kevin Durant might shut him out. Yeah. Like, I, I'm like, Kevin Durant, like, like people can get mad all they want because he, he, you know, they got They dislike him. him. They dislike him. Yeah. Oh, he a bitch because he went to Golden State, his hair nappy, they don't like his mom, whatever the fuck have you. Yeah. As far as scoring the basketball, the best. I know this is going to piss people <laughs> off because of Jordan, because of Larry Bird, whoever. As far as scoring the basketball, Kevin Durant might be the best pure scorer in NBA history. I know that's going to fuck people up. And oh, Matt Tri- Listen. He's a more efficient that George. Nigga, he's a more efficient, bigger, taller, better ball handler, George Gervin. That I was li- literally, I was about to say, <laughs> he's George Gervin and Dirk Nowitzki in a 7'6 <laughs> wingspan. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's what he is. There's literally nothing you can do. with Your best defender can get 50. Because I can score from anywhere on the other side of the half-point line. Last week, they played the Raptors. And my man, we was watching this, and my man Nate was like, how the fuck did Van Fleet let Kevin Durant? Remember, did you watch the game? Yeah. When KD, with the shit on the line, remember KD drove right past him right. and dunked the shit two hands. He's like, how the fuck he like, he's like, this is the shit I be talking about with the defense, with these new niggas, they don't got no defense. I'm like, it's a different game. In 1988, Van Fleet would have dead ass been in his zone defense at the 
left side of the key and he would have waited for Kevin Durant and he would have blocked him off. In 2018, with Kevin Durant having the skill set that he has, Kevin Durant can pull up from 40. Right. So when KD crosses the half court line, you have to, it's like almost uh, what they call it in football when the ball gets hiked, the defender can touch the receiver for the first whatever oh, the fuck it is. jam. You almost jam. gotta jam him when he crosses the half court line because if you don't, you could look like Bron in Game Five right. in two thousand. Like, like real shit, because KD can pull up from forty. Steph can pull up from forty. Harden can pull up from forty. Yeah. So remember Steph Curry with the the shit against the Thunder. Yeah. I can pull up from forty, nigga. Yeah. So when he crossed the half court line, you got to jam him. And then Kevin Durant is so fast and so linky, he can literally just take moonwalk right past and you. Three nigga. steps to the basket. And so it's like, yeah, as far as being a pure scorer, Kevin Durant's the best at it. I think right now Kevin Durant's the third best player in the league. I, I, Curry is great. Harden is cool. I don't fuck with Harden really, but he cool. Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo is fucking on it. He's out of this fucking and world. what's impressive about Giannis is he can't fucking shoot. Yeah. But, shoot that's, but that's where I'm at is where it's just like I'd rather have KD. Yeah. Because I know KD going to bury that motherfucker from deep if he, if he need yeah. to. It's like – and. Who I, I uh, AD Anthony Davis uh, Booker's up there probably. There's be there the whole argument that he's making is that Anthony Davis is more efficient in a in a worldly better more efficient score in a worldly better rebounder than KD, which technically makes him more valuable. Right. And Giannis being as though he can't shoot and he's still dominating the game in the manner that he does is what's pushing KD down to five. Yeah. And that Steph just is an otherworldly score that is just nothing you can do about. And you know, that's what, you know, puts him above KD or whatever like that. And I'm like, yeah, but not really, because that you can't teach seven foot one. You know what I'm saying? With a handle, can pull up from anywhere, can finish, can rebound, and he's an underrated, excellent defender. He's not a Kawhi level defender, but who the fuck is? Right. You know what I'm saying? But to me, it's a toss up between Kawhi and Kevin for two. It's and clearly three. them three alone. It's yeah. LeBron, Kawhi, and KD, and it's yeah. KD, and it's been that way for the last couple years. Yeah. It just is. And then it's, you know, Steph and AD on the outside. Like, I'm not trying to diss nobody else, but it's like Meek Mill has an album called Championships. Drake has a song called Trophies. You know, the Grammy not Like, this is what, the, it's about the hardware at yeah. the end of the day. When they introduce Ric Flair, they don't say, oh, here come Ric Flair. They say 18-time they say world champion. They 18-time world champion Ric motherfucking Flair. When Wheezy gets arrested, Wheezy say, they gonna mention this shit forever. When they mention me, they gotta say Grammy award winning Lil Wayne. That's how they gotta fucking mention me. Yeah. So it says, at the end of the day, talk all that shit you want. Oh, Giannis, AD, all these niggas is cool. The end of the day, Kawhi, Le LeBron and Kevin Durant are finals MVPs. Right. It's them <laughs> niggas and then it's them other niggas. Yeah. James Harden cool. The, the, we like Harden because of the fro hawk and the beard and he got 200 mil and he hang with Meek. Harden ain't no motherfucking finals MVP. Right. At, at the end of the day, Steph Curry, not no finals MVP. He just not. Yeah. You could argue. I love Steph. That's my guy. But he ain't that. He, he, this ain't that and that ain't this. <laughs> Real shit. That's just what it is. It's a motherfucking difference between Kobe and T Mac. It just is. About about two motherfucking differences. <laughs> Five if we want to get technical. <laughs> it's a lot of motherfucking shit different than y'all. It yeah. just is what it is. It's a big ass difference between Jordan and Pippen. It just is. Yeah. The fact of the matter is, is nigga, we got these rings and I got these finals MVPs. Real shit. Yeah, what that means is when the when the shit was on the line. 
I was the guy. Real shit. Amongst, I was a man amongst, uh, uh, the man amongst it, it, men. It don't happen by accident. Yeah. When you ask motherfuckers who's the three best shooting guards of all time, who they say? Jordan, Kobe, and uh, probably Wade now. Dwayne Wade. They, Jordan, Kobe, and Dwayne Wade are finals MVPs. You, the, that shit is just, it is what it is. Yeah. It, it like I'm, I'm sorry if you don't like that. If like that's all that's somebody the other day was saying how like I make my opinions based off of like stats, and I was like, like well, well, why the well, fuck well, not? Nigga. It's like, <laughs> what the hell else I'm going to use? It's like that. That be look just, out, look at you using data and shit, that's, statistics. That's more so how it goes. It's like is Giannis having a great year? A great phenomenal year. year. Phenomenal year. The Bucks are there are they're right there for back and forth between second and third place. Yeah. I think they're third right now because the Sixers won yesterday. So it's like yeah, they're back and forth between that. Giannis is saying I knew he was. They they had him as like one of the favorites for winning the MVP this yeah. year. But winning championships and winning Finals MVPs and then winning more championships and winning more Finals MVPs, that shit don't just come around. Like it's the, not no everyday occurrence. Like, think about the in, in, in our lifetimes. Like, you're 35, I'm 34. In our lifetimes, since we were born, you were born in 83 or 84? 83. Okay. Since 83, how many multiple finals MVPs have there been? LeBron, Kobe. KD, Bron, Kobe, Jordan, Shaq, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, Jordan. That's it. Yeah. That's just it. Was Hakeem? Hakeem won. He got two of them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. A large one. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. You're an elite company. Like, you just, you just don't win multiple finals MVPs. <laughs> and then motherfuckers, m- mind you, you won last year's and the one before that. <laughs> and motherfuckers yeah. be like, oh, yeah, he not the best. No. That, yeah, that's not how this works. That, and that, that's more so why I be telling. Somebody the other day was saying how, I think it was Mackie. She was saying something about. Uh, first take and I was like y'all still watch that shit yeah. and it just be like that like these people these Skip Baylesses these Stephen A. Smiths these Max Kellermans they're paid to go out there and almost like stir the pot yeah you know, and, and they get people who are susceptible to that shit to be like yeah no yeah yeah no yeah and it just be like no these opinions be so skewed and so stupid and so all fucking topic yeah. that it's just like how the fuck can you get on a nationally televised show and get people to agree with you in saying that the finals MVP of last year's finals and the finals before that is somehow not one of the best players right. on that that's nuts he's fifth in falling <laughs> Iguodala won a finals MVP. Iguodala won a finals MVP. Yeah. He's never going to touch another one. Yeah. Chauncey Billups won a finals MVP. He's ne- He never was going to touch another one. Yeah. There have been finals MVPs where it was on some like... Some fluke shit. Deion Branch won a Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. Deion Branch has never... You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The, the, uh, the nigga when the fucking... Um, when the Seahawks won the, fi- the, the Super Bowl. Oh, the linebacker yeah. bowl. You're not winning another one. Yeah. Tom Brady having called. motherfucking four finals, like Super Bowl MVP. <laughs> that shit don't just come around when yeah. you are a multiple-time MVP of the championship. That shit ain't, it yeah, just ain't happening. Pure greatness. Because as good as Anthony Davis is, he not doing it no time soon. No. Giannis ain't doing it no time soon. You could get mad at Kevin Durant. Oh, he went to the Warriors. Nigga, he put himself in. Are you not applying for that job at fucking Comcast? So you can get the fuck out of Burger King? (laughs) The fuck? And that's that's another thing that has to stop. Chief want me to tell y'all this. (laughs) 
Y'all have to stop getting mad at people for bettering their situation. Yes. That's what the fuck life is about. It took me a while to really understand that. And it got to the point where I'm a fan of KD. Because I respect what KD did so motherfucking much. KD was literally in Oklahoma with Russ, with Harden, with Ibaka, with Billy Donovan. Well, no, Billy Donovan one day coached him. Scott Brooks. Scott Brooks. Men's men's Warehouse. Yeah. Scott Brooks. He was out there. They had a good situation. They loved him in Oklahoma. But KD saw the writings on the wall and was like, yo. At the end of the day, they going to respect this hardware. Yeah. And we not getting no motherfucking hardware out here. We ain't beating nobody with this We team. We, not, we just not doing <laughs> it. Harden in fucking Houston, Ibaka in Toronto, some goddamn where. We ain't beating nobody. So what KD did was say, yo, I think I'm going to sign with the Warriors. Because me with them, I don't think we could be fucking touched. Yeah, it's a no-brainer. He goes to the Warriors. This nigga wins back-to-back championships, back-to-back finals MVPs. Now KD not even signing long-term contracts. He's signing one-and-ones. Yeah. If it don't go right this year, I'm out. I'm out of here. Yeah, he got he, all the leverage. He for, for, for what you and me talk about all the time, shout out Rob. We talk about it a lot. Jules, yeah. too. We talk about it. Achieving your higher greatness. And figuring it the fuck out so that you can live how you want to live. That's what life is about. Kevin Durant figured, yo, I go here, take two-year deals. I'm going to make the most money I can make. I'm going to have always a shot to win the championship. And at the end of the day, I'm in control of my shit. I said it the other day. This, again, goes to me thinking you're one of the best motherfuckers out there. Kawhi, his skill set is just out of his fucking world. But Kawhi just got traded. Right. Ain't y'all listening to What's Free back to back? <laughs> Damn dog, you, like you, you literally ain't in control of shit. Yeah. They send you where the fuck they want you to they go. Tell, you told you gave them a list of where you wanted to go. They say, yeah, nigga, that's cool. You going to Toronto? You going to Toronto, boss? Yeah, Chief just called. He said you going called, to Toronto. Said, Yo, get your shit. Get a coat. <laughs> get a get a get a get a Canada goose. Yeah, get you a motherfucking uh, a Charling, nigga. You you gonna be in Toronto, nigga? It's two motherfuckers in the NBA that's in control of a whole shit. It's LeBron and it's KD. You can get mad at it, but it's just is what it is. Yeah. Rest of them niggas is trade bait whenever the fuck the organization get pissed with them. And I look at it like that's like me. I have a job where I make a hundred. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I be, you know, I, we, we, we do pretty good over there yeah. at, at where I where I'm at. We got great benefits. You know, you got downtime. It's I said the other day, like I, I you know, I got my new sick time yeah. the other day. Motherfuckers hit me like, wait, y'all get sixty sick days. I'm like, yeah, nigga, you need them because they stress you the fuck out. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's just like, yeah, it's a lot of little perks to the shit. I'm trying to find, I'm trying to get on something else though, yeah. because that's what life is about. I've been at this, I've been here now for the last nine years. Yeah. I'm trying to get on. It's time to shit. elevate. Time to do something else. And motherfuckers are <laughs> looking at Kevin Durant. Oh, he a nut for going to the Warriors. How? No, he took the best job. He took the best job, job at the with best the, company with the best company <laughs> and the most money offered. And the most free time, and the most popping shit. Yeah, where would you rather want to? Where would you want to be with thirty five million dollars a you, year? You want to work in at- motherfucking San Fran, where everybody's getting rich off of motherfucking tech motherfucking businesses with the baddest motherfucking chicks on earth, um, of thirty miles away from you, or you want to be in Oklahoma? That ain't, that's not easy. With a that's bunch not, of sharecroppers in, in wheat fields. That's an easy one. <laughs> when LeBron signed with L.A. and motherfuckers was like really thinking he was going to come here, I'm like, you really thought LeBron was going to pass up? LeBron wants to be a fucking business and a motherfucking entertainment mogul. Yeah. You really thought LeBron was, and he wants his kids to he have the best going to come up, here and ride dirt bikes with me. And, and eat no man <laughs> and get shot. Y'all really thought that's what LeBron was about to do? Just come and chill at Fridays. Like, no. 
motherfuckers aspire for more and yeah. want more. So it's like for for them type dudes like LeBron, he like Bron on the back nine with basketball. He ain't even really worried. Like yeah. I'm balling because it's what I love doing. It's what I've done my whole life, and I always wanted to be a Laker, and I'm in LA now. But for LeBron, it's like yo, Bronny coming. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about this shit. I'm a champion. I'm a legend. I'm one of the best ever, if not my the story best ever. solidified already. I don't give a fuck about this shit. Like I'm I'm looking past basketball. Yeah. Like Jay Z, I'm not worried about dropping consecutive rap albums now. Yeah. I no, I'm trying to own Nabisco and do all this other shit. Like I, I'm not necessarily worried about this. And people literally get it fucked up and be like, "Oh, you a nut for bettering your situation?" No, it's like no. It's not how this works. No. Chief want to let y'all know that's not how it goes. Chief had texted me earlier. He was looking for you. Did you talk to him? Like, real shit. That's how I be with motherfuckers left and right now, man. But, um, oh, you got anything else you want to Nah, man, that's it, man. Another fantastic show. Episode 70 in the books. Uh... Yeah, I'm just long weekend, man. Yeah, long see weekend. You, you? Yeah, but I, I was I was good for the first ninety minutes. The last thirty, I'm like, did you see Stephen A's falling asleep? At, uh, yeah, the he had the tablet. Andre Ward, they working Stephen A yeah, like a dog at ESPN. Like, <laughs> Come on, dark. Wake up, nigga. I'm like Stephen A need a union. That shit's terrible. Uh, real quick before we go, busy weekend at the club, man. At back at Vanity Grand this weekend. Uh, Friday NBA Young Boy concert at the party. Uh, 18 and a 21 to drink. Saturday, Roddy Rich, which is Meek New Artist, his uh, official signing party in O'Malley, uh, Meek Cousin, Dream Chasers, Birthday Bash. They both on Saturday. Uh, tickets for everything, VanityGrandPhilly.com. That's VanityGrandPhilly.com. Uh, I'll be there all weekend. You know, it's, uh, it's nothing I can do for you as far as comps or anything like that. But, you know, pull up. You know, it's going to be a good time. Enjoy. We out. We out of here, man. Peace.